If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. C-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy, and Matt makes me sick. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. They know. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim, for me. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, now that's way too loud. All right, we good now. Now we're back. Uh... The Realest Podcast Ever episode, I don't know what number this is. 77. 77. Right. Um, How did I know that? I'm out of it. That's I was lit. I was on the I was on the on the pup list for two weeks, physically unable to perform. True. I was just guessing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> if it was 77, cool. If it wasn't, whatever. It was 78. Yeah. No harm, no foul. But uh yeah, we are back. It's your boy C Diddy. My Matt makes me sick. I hate that fucking name, man. I just hate saying it. Aren't you off social media right yeah, now? All the way around. People hit me up to my where's Matt. I was like, uh, he's on he's on a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of you niggas. Taking it to the book. I sent somebody to join about the toilet exploding the other day. I was like, yo, get off Facebook. <laughs> I was like, yo, Facebook been kind of lit this week, dog. But uh the fucking book. Yeah, I'm gonna come back to Twitter for sure. I don't know about IG, but I I, I need a new name. You have a love hate. You have like a hate hate relationship with IG. I because do. it's like Twitter, you don't necessarily get the recognition that you deserve. It's how some you of the... feel with Twitter at right. times. Yeah. Like, you feel, like, in all actuality, if I look at, like, what Ice did or who's another one that, like, Crazy Blue? Like, uh, uh, what's the guy that's on the show now with? Wayne, Wayne, like, you should have 50,000 on Twitter. Easily. You know what I mean? Just for all of the, the Twitter after dark years and the third yeah. shift and all of that shit we did, the Philly Twitter, yeah. all of that. And then on IG, it's like I should be at a couple hundred if yeah. I'm just, you know, that's yeah. not talking shit, but it's just. And yeah, then, pain gang, all and, of and, and then the goofy shit, shit that actually does go on on the timeline. <laughs> at times, I just be like, this ain't it, man. Like, yeah. I, I really just be like wanting to like start following people from like San Diego or Dallas and just get like a whole new thread. I got a new, I got a new Twitter rule I've been using this for about a year and a half now. If you from out of, out of the state, I'm automatically following you just because I want to like. Keep your perspective and see yeah. what you got going on and what's relevant. Like I got a bunch of Cleveland followers now, like mm-hmm. that I really fuck with. Motherfuckers that I talk to, mad niggas with two one six in they fucking mm-hmm. uh in their names and shit like that, and they fuck with the show. But it's just like the Philly perspective and the fact that number one, y'all don't value nothing. Yeah. Y'all don't give a fuck about nothing. Oh. And y'all don't want to see nobody surpass y'all status of whatever social media status you think you have you're not gonna follow nobody you're not gonna champion nobody you're not gonna push nobody to the forefront to be like this is like our guy Mm -hmm. like you know i'm saying to the point where like you said uh, ice or like a rally on smash Mm -hmm. back in the day like motherfuckers was really like doing shit off of the twitter platform because people were willing to follow them and support their opinions and even if it was a not supporting their opinion they would at least say 
he has an interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. And they would champion that shit. Yeah. And motherfuckers from Philly will not do it. Like, yeah. y'all refuse. I like, met a couple people this week, like, yo, get back on Twitter. And I would just be like, I'm chilling off all this shit. And they'd be like, no, because Twitter is like, fuck IG. But Twitter is like, yo, in the words of, you got something to say. In, the, on words, Twitter. in the words of the illustrious Kenny Red, for what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for what? For what? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I, I'm going to get back on Twitter. I, I need a new name, though. I, that makes me sick shit. Just, ugh, I hate seeing it. Surprisingly, but. this ain't me has been working out for me. This go around. It has. Uh, I noticed before. People, been, I, people fucking with it. Before I actually got out of there, I'm <laughs> like, it does make total sense, you know. My new uh, actual screen, my new, you know, you got the at name and then the screen name. My yeah. new screen name is this actually might be me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the, uh. Somebody running around with a "This ain't me" like uh, in, like on some imposter shit. That was kind of funny. Didn't I send you that? Yeah, yeah, that was funny as shit. Yeah, it's it's a scary time. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that, that, that's another joint that irritate me a little bit with IG. It's like I'll see people like take the funny meme or whatever funny shit is floating around, oh, man. and then they're like watermark it, and I'd be like, "This ain't yours." Like what the like? But that's how serious it be to people. Like because people are in the words of Cameron, y'all in astonishment looking for acknowledgement. This is what it is. Like people are willing to make themselves look like complete fucking morons and assholes, mm-hmm. watermarking a, a thought that just because you watermark it doesn't make it your thought now. Right. You know what I'm saying? You still didn't think of it. You're still an uncreative piece of shit, and I still fucking mm-hmm. hate you. So just because of the fact that you stuck your little funky ass watermark on here does not change the fact that you're an uncreative dickhead. <laughs> and but people want that when they get reposted and all that. But motherfuckers getting so crafty, they'll just bl- they'll black out your watermark. Oh. Like, they'll cut your name off this shit. I saw one of my <laughs> tweets the other day with my shit all shit cut. Shit just going. And, 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 and people are like, oh, why you care? And I'm like, the same reason you cut the name off. What the, that <laughs> why lo- you care to cut I'm the like, name off? That don't even make logical sense. But I told you, I went on a motherfucking Instagram page. His page was the exact same post from my page, minus pictures no, of me. No, somebody told me that, that, that I, it was a page like that of mine, too, but it was like a private page, and I never oh, bothered to investigate. Like a, this was like a big person in Philly. Like, I went on the page. I mean, like, if the equivalent of photo verbatim. Like, I mean, like, the exact same pictures, the exact same captions, minus pictures of me, my family, Lee, the dog, like those weren't on there. Yeah. But anything I posted that was a tweet gram, that was a funny pick with a cat. And I just was like, this is this is this is just too much. A couple like, months ago, probably like two, three months ago, fucking uh Sticks or Scott now rather, he had like a real funny tweet where it was like, uh, women always asking me, you know, where can I find a man like you that such such such, such. right here, baby, I cheat. So motherfuckers <laughs> yeah, took the shit and put it on all these different memes and I'm sending it to him. He like, this is crazy. Like it, it got overwhelming yeah. after a while because like they putting pictures and shit <laughs> with the shit, like they didn't redid it. I done seen this shit fifty times. I'm like, bro, I'm tired of sending you this shit. I know you frustrated seeing this shit because that's really like niggas don't understand intellectual property. And because of that, this is why niggas get lawsuits and shit like that and cease and desist and stuff like that, because they don't understand the measure of intellectual property and the fact that just the fact that I thought something and written it down, it's mine. That's my original thought. And if I decide to pursue it aggressively enough, I can get you the fuck out of here for that. Like, that shit is not no joke. But niggas just think, oh, it's just social media, da-da-da. No, like, it's real-life implications to this shit because all of this shit is cataloged and backlogged now for years now. Mm -hmm. Twitter is 10 years old. It's been a fucking decade. So it's like you got a whole backlog of, like, 
original thoughts and this, that, and the third, and when it was said, and this, that's precedent the, in court the, if I decide to pursue it. Since we Stop on the, stealing since, my shit. Since we on the topic now, the the, the thing I that I don't know if it's amazement or just, I, I don't know, but just something that always bugs me out is how people say, oh, it's just social media. But then y'all take social media serious enough to go fight. I mean, we've we've seen big burly bitches that look like the old Matt rumbling Yo, old Lancaster Ave several times with leather vests. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like y'all fight over social media, y'all get arrested over social y'all media, y'all argue over social media. And y'all were running around with your at names on your clothes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't tell me something is oh it ain't that serious. And this dumbass nigga, when you had that shit on a headband, <laughs> on a jersey, on a, a jacket, like it was it, like. You take it serious. You know what I mean? It's people who have created real big platforms like we just spoke on Wayno Ice. These dudes are making money in the entertainment industry. Yes. Because academics, as weird as academics is, started out on social media. Academics is one of the kings of the internet. Real talk. And once he got that Twitch, he was going. But he started out on social media. It's like it's a big deal to people. But then if you say anything, it's like Oh, you take it. Don't mind give a fuck about this nut ass shit, man. Get the fuck out of here. And it's like you do. I'm lit in real life. Not really. (laughs) Not really. I know a lot of y'all. It ain't a lot going on, man. I got about five bank accounts. I don't see none of y'all in the bank. Y'all it's not like, that it's lit like in real I, life. It's like when I see people that be like, I don't do this back and forth shit on the gram. And it be like, but, but you, you doing you this doing back, back and forth <laughs> shit right now. This is, the, this is the back and forth shit. It be 19 <laughs> comments arguing with each other. And I don't do this shit back and forth on the gram. And it be like, yeah, you kind of do like the situation a couple years ago. I don't even remember the, the niggas' names, but it was him and the chick going back and forth, and he wound up on stage at a club, like discussing. I'm just like, this social media is crazy. Like we using it for the wrong things, you know what I mean? So, but that I just at times I like I, I do have a, a hate hate with it. I just yeah. be like, I, I'll fall back, you know what I'm saying? And I'll come back, play around for a couple, because it's like. Even the shit I like doing, where like I would do the questions joint, like yo, ask me, a, ask me a question because I know I could play off whatever. But some of the questions just get so downright. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> that's how you be. Like, look. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. What you trying to accomplish with this line of questioning? Like, and you know, because I've sent you some of the questions. You'd be like, "How the fuck do I even approach this?" You know what I mean? But it and and that like it, it take the fun. Like at one point, we was talking about it the other day. Uh, I think Phil Sauce Money had a uh, he was posting like old slander pics yeah. back in the day, and I'm like, "Yo, that was there was really a time period where you could get on here and say and do just about anything, anything. and it was fucking hilarious." <laughs> And then out of nowhere, everybody, you know, was trying to start a business and selling this and selling that. And then, like you said, motherfuckers is ready to sue you over the... And it's just like, yeah, this shit not as fun as it used to be. No, it's definitely not. And I told you, I started meeting a lot of the people from social media and realizing, like, y'all really don't have a perspective. You don't have anything to say. You yeah, my, my biggest thing was back in that era, that 20, 12, 2014 20, era. 11, 12, yeah. you meet these motherfuckers and they'd be mute. Yeah. Like, they have literally nothing to say. Like, fuck a perspective. They would have nothing yeah, to say. Like, like literally nothing. The, like, oh, that's so-and-so? Really? Like, it, yeah. you don't got nothing to say? Yeah. You're not in the conversation at all. Like, no. And there was a lot of that shit. And I realized, like, because I always was, like, a funnier person. That was just me throughout yeah. my life. And I, you know, I, it just, it comes through through my tweets, my IG story, whatever. Like, I'm just a funny, naturally funny person. 
and I would see the funny, quote, quote, funny people from yeah. IG. I would see them, and, like, we'd be out, and they, it'd be nothing. <laughs> we don't get no laughs. Like, it's just the, the conversation not even entertaining. Right. And it'd just be like, this don't this not making sense. Then you realize, like, oh, all of these thoughts, all of these different perspectives, all of these different viewpoints and vantage points is, like, they're not yours. Yeah. That's why your page is so funny. Yeah, yeah it's like, a collaboration of shit from here, there, and everywhere. Right, and then you, know I mean? you got time to prepare to be funny. Right. You know, so. But, yeah, I, um, I'm definitely going to come back to Twitter. Uh, I actually miss Twitter. Like, this past, I was going through it. It's yeah. I get a lot of news and shit. That's, I'm like, what are we, what, what's happening? Because <laughs> I, I don't really know what's going on. But I, I follow so many news threads yeah. on Twitter. So it's like, yeah, I was definitely missing that. But I, IG, I can do, I've done. People ask me all the time, like, where do you, like, how do you and Matt have so much information? And I'm like, the fucking Twitter. Like, yeah. surprisingly, and I'm like, Twitter can be used for whatever you want to use it for. Like, I get 90% of my news from fucking Twitter because I follow Forbes and Fortune and the Associated Press and Reuters and like all right. of this shit and CNN and all of this shit in the midst of following you ignorant ass motherfuckers. It's like, like I'm yeah, actually like yeah, clicking I, on I, some shit I and learning. I follow the page that's at you know fat titty hoes, but then <laughs> I also follow. <laughs> it's balanced. See, it's balanced. I follow <laughs> CNN. I follow Daily News. I follow you know all these different uh, things. Like I was saying the other day, uh, somebody had sent me they they banned R. Kelly from uh, performing in Philly or whatever, hilarious. and I was like, yeah, you seen this? And I was like, yeah, I saw that. He was like, oh damn, because I I know you ain't on socials, and I'm like. You know, there's other ways to get news besides <laughs> the social. Like, nigga, what? Like, Excuse me? There's a whole website called philly.com where they put all this type of stuff on Like, no, nah, you bullshitting me. <laughs> How long has this website been around? <laughs> and who are they affiliated with? Who's backing them? Real shit. And I was just like, yeah. Do I, R. Kelly know he on this website? Yeah, I saw it already. And it's just, you know, if you... It's wild because I see people who jump online, right? And they have these opinions. They have these... these uh. I ain't even going to necessarily call, call them thoughts, but it's like, I need to say something. Let me say something. You know, right. shout out Black. Black had hit me the other day. He had sent me a uh, tweet, and it was, I don't want to lie, so I'm not going to say what the tweet was. It was something pertaining to basketball. And he was like, I want your opinion on this. I know you ain't fucking with socials right now, but we started, like, voice chatting, uh. whatever, whatever. And I was like, People literally, they it's it's almost like influence. Like if the right person tells you something, it's like why y'all go to these seminars. Like yo, you too can flip eighteen properties in a month and a half. Right. Come through and give me two hundred fifty dollars and learn how. You know what I mean? Learn the way. It's like if the right person tells you something, you'll run with it. And people literally have gotten to the point where in life where they don't really fact check anything. Nothing. Fuck. Like you know. So I was telling him because we was talking about basketball and we can go into basketball a little bit, I guess, but. Um, the thing that goes on in basketball, like the arena around it now, is people say they hate this era where the same team wins all the time, right? So I told him, I was like, that's a narrative that gets pushed that doesn't make any sense. None. So he was like, what you mean? I'm like, all right, well, let's look at it like this. It's, what year is it? It's 2019, right? So let's go back to 2010, which is nine years ago. In the last nine years, there have been six different NBA champions. The Lakers won, the Spurs won, the Mavericks won, the Heat won, the Cavaliers won, and the Warriors. Six different teams in the last nine years have won championships. That's the most diversity in any era of basketball since the shit has started. You go to 2000 to 2010, do you realize the same two teams won eight championships? 
The Spurs won in 99. The Lakers won 01. Lakers won 02. Lakers won 03. I mean, Lakers won 00, 01, 02. Spurs won 03. Spurs won 05. Spurs won 07. Lakers won 09, and they won 2010. The same two teams. <laughs> 98, I mean, uh, the 90s, the Bulls and the Rockets. Bulls and the Rockets. That's Bulls it. won six, Rockets <laughs> won two. In the 80s, every championship that got played involved the Lakers and the Celtics. Every single championship. And I think, like, the 70s was damn near the same shit with the exception of, like, the Knicks. Bill Russell has 11 championships. <laughs> so I'm like, what era of basketball are you talking about? He was like, no, you're right. I'm like, dog, like, it, but that's, if enough people say that, they people believe will be like, yeah, man, I hate this era, man. The same team went all the time. And it's like, no, no, they don't. There's actually parody. It, it's, it's, it's wild as this. The Rockets should have won last year. Yeah. They were up 20 points in game seven and blew it. But but that's how, like, your window – think about it. The Warriors didn't even win three years ago. The Cavs won that championship. Right. Like, people don't even dig that, but it's like enough people say it. People be like, yeah. Hate this shit. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time it don't even make sense with what's going on. Well, a lot of what it is is – and we've talked we, – me, you, and Rod talk about this shit ad nauseum. Like, we talk about this shit all the time It because you were one of these people. It disturbs – what you were right. brought up on. Right. And it's hard to come to grips with a new way of thinking that what you're seeing in front of you now is better than what you grew up on and fell in love with. Right. People don't want to accept that every player, like 97% of the players in the NBA now, are Michael Jordan athletic. Mm -hmm. They're not Michael Jordan level competitors or winners, but they're all the or same. Or even talented, but the athleticism. The athleticism yeah. is there. It's not even close. So what does that tell you? If Michael Jordan had to play against these same motherfuckers every single night that when you pulling that fucking crossover it don't work now what now you gotta fight for every shot and you gotta fucking compete uh, Giannis can take two steps from the three point line and dunk and dunk the motherfucker like it just wasn't anything like that back in the day. It's just it, they're like unicorns. Like, like Porzingis, when he was healthy, was bringing the ball up. Yeah, <laughs> like he's seven foot three with yeah. guard skills. It's just certain. Anthony shit. Davis was a point guard. Yes, like and went from six two to like six nine overnight. Real, real shit. Like it just it's it's just different shit in the game now. Demon evolution. Yeah. Exactly. Bigger, faster, stronger. And and that's the that's the part that irritates me. It's like when you look at like remember the first VCR cost like nine hundred dollars? Like it might have been more than that. The first flat screen TV cost seven thousand bucks. Like to, I remember back <laughs> in the day, like if you had a VCR, it was like, Wow. Y'all got a VCR? <laughs> Dog, I remember the VCR didn't even have rewind on it. You had to take that joint out and put it in the rewinder. Remember that? Should be rewind in the fucking joint. <laughs> then, it, then you got VCRs with rewind. Then you got VCRs that you could actually record on. Yeah. You then you got the TV with the VCR on it. Built in it. Then you had the TV with the DVD combo. Then DVD players. Then Blu-ray players. Then it went to fucking streaming with Netflix. Remember Netflix? You had to have a box for that shit. Yeah. Then you had to have Netflix built into the TV. Now Netflix is running straight through cable. Shit, like it's just everything evolves. Comcast is paying my damn Netflix bill. Real talk, like everything just <laughs> part evolves. of a promotion. Yeah, everything just evolves, and I don't understand how we ex we accept sports. It. People think it's just the we it doesn't. We it's accept it in every other form of life except sports. It's weird as shit because we are, are in love with who we're in love with, and a lot of times sports people are our heroes, which is the same reason why certain people like feel like. They can't get past like Tupac or KRS One or whatever. You know what I'm saying their favorite rapper because I, I, there's certain memories tied to 
when they heard love's gonna get you or Brenda's got a baby or whatever and they can't get past that shit so they can't fathom that somebody else in the modern era could be better than them when in reality they are yeah somebody asked me the other day um what was my take on Joe Buttons and like his whole like becoming like the media Joe or whatever whatever and I was like me personally I like it and I could see that a lot of the anger and like just negative outlook he used to carry around is like gone yeah. like cuz the rappers from his era is fucked up but like late 90s to 2000s it's almost like the the late 70s 80s for basketball it's like y'all don't get the recognition for being like the legends that you yeah. should be and then y'all didn't make the crazy money either it's a, so, it's almost like a forgotten era it's it literally like, i went I, a lot of that shit is not even on the internet i was bro. just about to say it's that like if you there. go if you go on apple music it's a lot of the shit you like the state property too you can't even get a lot like, of that shit like fucking webby savage life is one of my favorite albums it just of all time came on there. everybody loves mcdonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Just and it was a big ass deal. Right. Like so now to the point where people that are like on title were like title. What the fuck y'all doing? Like we need this project because there's a whole forgotten era from like post blueprint to like 2006. I was gonna say like to right after like when Mace left. Like 99 like really really all we took from 99 was Jay-Z, Nelly, Eminem and Ja Rule. And it's like everybody else just <laughs> like they just completely wrote off like Busta Rhymes extinction level event. Like a lot of different albums that and movements is, that happened hit this shit. that's just like not around. And I look at dudes like Joe Buttons. Remember everybody used to think it was Rashid Wallace? Yeah. Like all of that shit is just like it came and went. And then them dudes the 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 hardcore bar spitters of that era, they're not regaled as like the biggies, the the no. Nazis, the the you know even down to like Mr. Cheeks and shit like that. Yeah. Like they're not held up with that. DMX, LL, all of them to LLs from previous generation. But uh, I guess you could you could throw John there. Um, Big Pun is another one that kind of just gets forgotten. Like, everything from that era yeah. is just like, it didn't happen. And then on the flip side, they not they didn't get the crazy M's that the guys now where, like, uh -huh. you drop a single and it's hot, yeah. you got eight Lambo trucks. Yeah, it's like you it's like you literally jump from, like, 99 to 2009. That's really how it's it like, feels. It's like, it goes from, like, the end of the, uh, like, the flossy era where Jay-Z, like, kind of took shit over and then DMX, DMX shit, and then it goes to Drake. And it's like... Really? It's a whole decade of music that's missing. Really? I go on YouTube, there those videos aren't there. Real shit. I go on Apple Music, those albums aren't fucking there. Yeah. And there's good shit in that time frame. Or if they are on there, it's only six songs out of 18 or whatever the fuck. Joe Button on a uh, podcast, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but they was talking about the whole R. Kelly shit. And um, what's the white boy on the show? Roy. Roy was like... um. You know, you had a song that R. Kelly produced, and then they they turned it on. I'm like, wow, the John Clubbing. Clubbing, yeah. I forgot all, <laughs> and I'm like, that's how forgotten that era yeah. is. And I'm like, that was a hit, yeah. And I forgot all about the shit. And it's like, damn, like they really don't get the props for the music that they was putting out that was yeah. dope as shit. But then on the flip side, they didn't get the crazy like now. Every, it's just. Did you see Meek and them this past week with all the trucks yeah. running around Philly? It's just it, it, fucking Uzi just got 19 million from Live Nation. Talk. And like, he's refusing to put music out. Talk. 
something. They had they had the fucking like little baby was running around here the other day with a fucking uh a Lamborghini truck. Green yeah. like that's Uzi shit. Yeah, they 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 was deep as fuck. I saw them on uh Ridge Avenue. They had a, the Rolls truck, Bentley truck, two Bentley trucks, the Lamborghini <laughs> truck. They had the they had the truck the Rock was driving on fucking uh. Tank, yeah, tank, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Acting a fool, and it's like. That era didn't get that. No. Just like like I was saying the other day, look it, at all the shit Beans did. All the shit Beans had going on, the clothing line, the movies, the label, everything. Beans never made 15 mil in one year. Like, he came, he came close because if you— Being if, on Forbes for 15 M's, no. No, he wasn't—Forbes well, didn't exist back then. Well, that's then. true. It started in 06. But, but you got look, you to look, look, look at it like this. If you— are in a situation where you owe the city a million dollars in wage tax, you made 15 you, you, million. He made some paper. <laughs> he made some money. Meek made 15 last year in jail. In jail right? <laughs> like that, that's the difference yeah. in what I'm and saying. And Lil Baby's probably going to make 12, 15 million like next year. Yachty made 16 M's. Yeah. Pump made 7 million. Like every, everybody in this shit is just yeah. getting crazy paid. So it's like, even if you're not heralded as like one of the best spitters or best lyricists, you still, like, you still can make a dime. I don't give a fuck. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make a dime. We out, like, and then you look at the big dogs, Kendrick making 55, yeah. Drake making 90, Hoven to make 100. Wiz is making 30 M's a year. Dog. And like, like, not even Wayne, putting Wayne up. had a terrible year and his nigga owed him 50. He still <laughs> made 17. Like, that. That's just a different ball game than yeah. what that was. So you look at like the Beans, the Jadakiss, the Joe Buttons, all of them dudes from that you know what era. It is? They got all the criticism and none of the adulation. Exactly. That's why I was exactly about where I was about and, to go. And, and it did, and that era did not ring, but they were doing good numbers. Like Jadakiss was doing nine hundred k every album. Yeah. Right now, if you're doing nine hundred thousand streaming equivalent units every album, you can go on tour and you can make twenty million every year. Right. If you do 900k in that era where Ja was selling seven million and Fifty was selling eleven million and Eminem was, was selling going six, diamond like race. you can't make no fucking money right. because all they want to see is the top top motherfuckers and it's only six of them. Right. We want to see Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Jay Z, DMX, Ja Rule, and Fifty. We don't give a fuck. And, and uh, Outkast. And, out, and, and everybody else, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. CeeLo Green had to completely. Yeah, change his whole, like whole shit level, and go in yeah. a whole pop alternative lane because it ain't no fucking money making this type of music that everybody loves but nobody will pay for. Right, and they got classics like uh, Cell Therapy and I like they had straight classics. Cell yeah. Therapy, Soul Food, all right. type of shit like amazing music. Right. Look at Ti. Like Ti's first album was all that. I'm serious, John. Was dope as fuck. But it's like, yeah, if you don't connect with the pop audience and be able to go to that, Lord Jay Z, I could get you TRL too. You know what I mean? Like it's just what it is. So a lot of those great rappers from the late '90s, early 2000s, they great rappers, yeah, but they bitter and rightfully so. But and that's where I kind of looked at what Joe was at. So it was like he, you know, and you you got to be able to, like the whole shit I went through with this whole weight shit. You got to be able to look at yourself and be like, yo, I'm drawing. I'm out of pocket. I'm out of pocket. Yeah. Let me try to figure this shit out. And then once you do that. You see, Joe had everybody in Philly blocked. He unblocked everybody <laughs> on Philly Twitter. This nigga now has a wife, a fucking kid. He's got like eight different fucking checks coming from like eight different fucking things. The show's lit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just you able to just be good and, and, and straight. Because Joe really was in it and went through it. 
I respect his opinion to a higher level than a lot of people because he's not somebody that's just commentating. He saw all of this shit, mm -hmm. and he told motherfuckers in 2005, the internet is coming. He had Joe Button TV in 2003, 2004, the internet is coming. Y'all need to get with this shit. Right. And every time he took something progressive to Def Jam or Universal, oh, man, get the fuck out of here. Nobody cares about that shit. Yeah. Uh, this YouTube shit is just a fad. Nobody's on there like that. Nobody Because they didn't fucking get it because they made so much money from the Ja Rules and the Jay-Z's and the DMX's. They didn't have to yeah. care. They didn't give a fuck. Think about it like this. Steve Jobs probably the most brilliant person of the last fucking 50 years. Right. And he went to all the labels and said, hey, you're about to hit a fucking iceberg. I have the solution to it before you do. This internet revolution is about to cripple your business. You will lose money every fucking year if you do not alter the way that you do business and change to a digital medium. This is how you do it. I got the fucking iPod. I got this, this, and this. I'm developing this technology, blah, blah, blah. They all told him, get the fuck out of here. Right. And then they all had to come crawling back yeah. eight years later when they could have fucking prevented this shit because they just did not listen. Yeah. Because the business model made so much money, it's like, there's no way in hell. And what even further ruined the music industry was that when the advent of CDs happened, they already was making crazy bread. But when the CDs happened, they made so much new revenue because everybody had to go back and buy Thriller and fucking yeah. Billy Ocean and Liza yeah. Minnelli yeah. and all of this shit on CD now. All of Elton John. That you made so much more money. It's like, holy shit, back the fucking Brinks truck up. This is never going to stop. And then the minute that it fucking slowed down they did not know what the fuck to do yeah real shit but I, I, I was telling him like I like media Joe like I, I like Joe I in, in the position he's in whatever whatever doing and I've been listening to the show a lot more the show is pretty cool you know what I'm saying it's yeah. like we com we get compared to them a lot whatever and I, I'm cool with that like because yeah. I, I, I like it like I like the opinions I like the shit they, they, it's funny like I was listening to one that Joe the other day was talking about the uh, Dame and Nick Cannon I'm like the shit sounds just like our right. you know what I'm saying so it's like no but I, I like it and I, I see the progression in him to where it's like he's not that bitter, annoying, right. you know, I didn't fucking blow and I only got one song. Battle rapper. I, yeah, like, and, but I could understand why you would be like that and, like, what you have to do as far as soul searching to come out of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I respect it a like, lot. Like, think if you made one of the most incredible <clears throat> mixtape series of all times and nobody gave a fuck. Right. Except for like two hundred thousand people right. in a world with six billion people, yeah. and fucking only, and only like two hundred thousand people even re even acknowledge that it exists. Right. That's very very fucking frustrating. Because I remember like Tree and Manny and them telling me like, "Nah, the mood music series." Like I'm telling you, Joe got something to say. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. My white boy Jake would tell me all the time, "Like, yo, you don't listen to that mute music, yo, Joe Button shit, yo, he's crazy." And I I just. It was my white boy Jake, so I just like <laughs> I, take it with a grain yeah, of salt. I just brushed it off <laughs> to the side. I was like, I ain't I'd check that shit out when I get a chance. But then when I like Joe Buttons back, and I remember when everybody thought he was Sheed. Yeah, freestyle. He was the man. Like he used to burn every fucking thing down. And you know, I was like, maybe he just should have. Let Sheed rock out and just been like ghost because we like Sheed at right, the time. We love Sheed. Yeah, like we fuck with Sheed. So it's like, you know, that could have probably worked. But now I actually like uh, social media, Joe. And like I said, I've been trying to, because uh, somebody asked me last week, like, what podcast. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. 
At participating McDonald's. This do I listen to? And I was like, honestly, I've gotten to bro. I don't really listen. I don't to any. listen to any. And I haven't even listened to Joe's podcast in about three months. And, and she was like, really? And I was just like, yeah. Like I, I just because I don't want to be like influence in exactly i don't want to have that shit on my brain when i go to talk and it's like i'm like not saying like i think i'm better than somebody or we're better than anything but it's just i don't authentic yeah i don't want that shit creeping into my mind when i'm going to talk but i actually i listened to a couple jones and joes and i listened to uh told you i listened to horrible decisions a couple of these joints i was like you know i I've been, I, you know, it's a couple of podcasts I listen to that have nothing to do with, like, I listen to Stone Cold's podcast, so it's like, that has absolutely nothing to do. I listen to his to uh, podcast on, like, YouTube and shit. Like, I, I, I reference his podcast, like, a lot. Because there's, like, classic wrestling stories and, like, behind-the-scenes shit um, in that show that's just, like, you can't get that information anywhere else. Yeah, well, else. he has somebody, they call it Shoot, when yeah. they come up and talk about the old, like, he had uh, Undertaker and Mick Foley on discussing oh, when he shit. when he threw him off the joint, like what was going through <laughs> their minds or whatever. I gotta listen and, to that. And Mick Foley was saying, I know he's about to throw me off of there. And he was like, I was with it. Like I knew what was about to happen. He's like, as he grabbed me to toss me off, I was looking like, man, don't do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a funny ass episode. But um other than that though, how are you feeling? Like you were sick as a dog. Yo, I was so that's like, why we weren't I was here. like dying, dying. Yeah, everybody was mad at us last week. It was it was not Matt's fault. I was I'm sick. glad I wasn't on. Yeah, I was on the I was on the physically unable to perform list. Uh I got a fucking upper respiratory infection. I don't know how I got it, where I got it from, but that shit is like bacterial. So like it could come from anywhere. I work in a dirty ass strip club. I'm around miscreants all day long. Yeah. Who knows where the f- the shit could have came off some money anywhere. Who fucking knows? I remember one time a couple years ago, probably like like 10, 12 years ago, I got like sick as a dog off of a, a rent- couple years ago, like 10, 12. That's not a couple. Like 10 years ago, okay. I got sick as a off a rental car. Like, this is okay. when I was working at Enterprise. I go to check somebody in the car. They was sick. So they, like, just in the car, just, like, festering. So just in the in the point of me <laughs> ch- checking the car in and then going to clean it, I got sick. Yeah. Like, shut me down for, like, five fucking days. Yeah. So it's like, that shit is like, when shit is airborne and all that, that shit is serious. So Yeah, I used to make fun of people walking around with masks and gloves oh, and all man, that shit. I appreciate you. Man, that shit is real, man. <laughs> but like, yeah, I had an upper respiratory infection. I had to go to urgent care. Um, I tried to self-treat for, like, a week. Basically, what that what happens with that is, if you're sick and you know you're sick, go get treated. I, I don't know. I was about to say, like, you have to go. You to have it. to go get treated. So I tried to self-treat because I'm like, all right, if this is like the flu or something like that, I can get rid of it on my own. I don't have to go deal with this shit. Okay. So I said, all right, I'm a, I'm a self-treat. So I took Alka-Seltzer cold, I was doing, but I was doing the herbal shit too. Echinacea, vitamin C, I'm like real big on that shit. So I'm like, all right, let me try to get my immune system back to see right. if it'll fight this shit off. So that goes on for about three days. I get a little bit better or one symptom go away, another symptom pop up. I'm like, oh no, I got some other shit so i go to fucking urgent care first of all they told me two hour wait at the urgent care that's not really? very urgent the one on ridge uh the one on henry all the way up on henry um in the plaza in andorra oh i didn't know it was one there express it's called express care i'm no, like i go to john on ridge and uh and uh yeah i don't like that john i see him i don't like that john i like that john <laughs> real low key and don't nobody be in there nobody don't be in there hey. but the other john uh i'm been fucking i go there like two years ago i see nitty in there okay <laughs> nitty at work he like yeah no i gotta do some deliveries and shit so i go in there they like two hour wait i'm like bro this ain't very express yeah really. and i don't feel like y'all care so what the fuck am i doing right <laughs> now <laughs> like so i'm pissed so i i go i end up going to solid works get some food come back by the time i do all that shit they call me all right they're like yeah you got upper respiratory infection blah 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 
got the uh, antibiotic, Z-Pack, steroid, and we're going to give you these fucking Tessalon pearls, which is these little dots, these little pearl dots that are like cough medicine. And they're like, yeah, these literally work like 60% of the time. Some people like them, some people don't, but we're going to give them to you anyway. They they worked 0% of the time for me. (laughs) Like it didn't work at all. Wasted fucking prescription. But I ended up taking that shit. I had to do that medication all week. I finished it on Friday, but by like Tuesday – after, that was Monday. By Tuesday, came around. Already felt better. I could breathe again. Like all of that shit. Just off the antibiotics and the fucking what's the name? Um, but I kept my. I did some dumb shit. I kept myself sick. I wasn't disinfecting my spot, uh-huh. and I kept myself sick. So it's like I'm all day. I'm running around. I'm feeling good. And then about nine o'clock, I come back in the crib and get sick again. Yeah. Dumb shit. So by the time I figured that out on Wednesday, I was good for the rest of the week. So yeah. I'm back to life now. Yeah, I mean, I went through a little sinus infection. It's just that time of the year. Like, yep. and then the, uh, our our weather. Listen. <laughs> it was so cold yesterday. So I, I come out the crib this morning. Bundled I, up. I got on a hoodie, a coat, and my puffer on top of the shit zipped up. I, I sort of got out, opened the door. I'm like, I'm a the fuck happened out here? The snow melted, like the whole shit. Whereas two days before, I didn't know it was snowing. I come out to go to the fucking gym. I open the door. I'm like, oh, goddamn. I had on shorts and flip flops. Oh, it's snowing, snowing. Yeah. It, like the weather is literally one day is 12, the next t- yeah. it's 60 fucking degrees today. And it feels like it's 72. It's going to snow this weekend and be 28 <laughs> degrees. It's just shit is crazy. It's like, so being sick is just part of the game right now. It's yeah. just up and down, up and down. But, um, yeah, we definitely uh missed last week. We were still railing off of the show from the week before. The dating the da- Yeah, like, yo. The dating show has become a cult classic. It, it, in a week and a half, it's become a fucking classic. Um, Y'all are very mean people on Twitter. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They were. Very... I mean, you're not nice either. Who me? Yeah, I'm not even on Twitter. The, uh, <laughs> the the the. You know she blocked me. You told me. Yeah. The, um, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know what I did. But didn't she like uh, hit you up saying something about your grandfather? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but, 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 but you blocked me. That was weird as shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, that y'all did. You know, I enjoyed the people that were here last week. Y'all were mean. I had a great time. You know, uh, shout out Jazz, Yana, uh, Kev, and uh, Devin. They were. I had fun. The um, <laughs> people they they didn't like. What was, her. what was the worst response? Somebody asked, "Was that her on the intro?" And I just was like, y'all mean as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all. What's that? Her on the intro. <laughs> I'm like, y'all just mean for no reason. You know, because she had a darker voice or whatever. Darker no, that's uh, I was about to say that's dark low. <laughs> no, that's uh who was that on the intro? Goddamn Brosco. But um yeah, I, I enjoy when we do the the shows when we get a bunch of people up here. And I had to tell people, people were like, oh why, why y'all had her? Why y'all and I'm like, listen, the point is to have different perspectives yes. and different opinions. No matter and how wild they may be. Because it shows you that not everybody out here thinks the way you do. Yes. That's what happens in the world. That's called a panel. If you do a panel discussion and you get nine people on a panel and everybody thinks Jay-Z's the best rapper and Nike's the best footwear. It's going to be a boring-ass discussion. It's going to be no back and forth. It's going to, you know, so it's like, you know, you take things with a grain of salt. I actually want her to come back up. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) just because I know it's going to be entertaining. You know what I'm saying? But, um... Yeah, I, I want I want to see the numbers for that show too. But um, yeah, the dating episode has become in a young week and a half. I've had people. Yo, it who, seemed because I was sick. It seemed like it was so long ago, 
It do I'm, feel like it that. It feel like it was like a month and a half ago. Right. And I'm like, yo, this shit was two weeks ago. I've bro. had people who never listened to the show hit me like, <laughs> yo, I'm listening to the Dayton Joint. Y'all wild as shit. Where y'all find this boy Kev? He, you know, what? I, it just... A, a lot of different people were hitting me Kev about it. Kev became a social media superstar. That was an all-time performance. Yeah, that Kev, Kev, uh, Kev showed up like <laughs> fucking. Uh, he has so Matt many castles. Yo, he's like, <laughs> I got a wife. She cool. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> this is great. That was funny as shit. How was he so shy in the beginning and then just... That was the wild part. He was <laughs> like... just sitting in the corner, not really talking. And I took myself, I'm like, afterwards, I'm like, Kev must have knew, like, I'm a draw as soon as they let me. As soon as they, they give me the open lane, yeah. dunking his shit. Because he did ask for sitting in the corner, not saying a word the entire time. Barely talking cool. to the mic, too. Yeah, really. But, um, yeah, that no, was a great episode, and I, I want to do more of that, like having a bunch yeah. of people, because it's, it's just fun to get those Pastor different... Pastor Carl has been requesting to come back up here. He said he needs to restore order. Yeah, Mitch, too. <laughs> Mitch hit me. He said he wants to come out. I wanted to do a joint where we discussed a uh, couple topics. I wanted to have Mitch yeah. come up for that. We need to do a, uh, a 2019 financial empowerment show also. Okay. We need to do an updated financial empowerment show. Um, People have been asking for that. You know, newer people had, didn't realize we had that in our catalog. So I'm like, hey, we, we, I was like, we have one, but you know, we'll do another one. Kendall made a lot of fucking money off that show. Yeah, I heard Kendall had a lot of people coming through his workshop and shit like that. Like hundreds. Yeah, I never got lunch. <laughs> I was like kind of upset about that. Hundreds. Yeah, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. I never got a fucking burrito. <laughs> Not nothing. But yeah, I heard. Um, uh, yeah, I, it's a couple of joints I, I, I want to get to. And like I said, having the, uh, the forum, the the panel style, style discussion, yeah. I like because it it show you not everybody thinks like you, not everybody thinks like me, not everybody thinks like Taylor or whoever else yeah. have you. So it's like you know, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Jazz became a young little star oh, on man. Twitter. Her Twitter was I, lit I, all I, week. I want Jazz to come back at least like once a month. Yeah, she <laughs> like, she, she, like, she the other day was like, yeah, well you know I'm podcast Jazz, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like yo, fuck it out here now. But um, no, yeah, it was it was definitely a good uh episode i enjoyed it i had a great time a, a lot but um i want to get into some of these topics this yeah week, definitely man. uh i want to start with the big one man it's just like got everybody tripping i I just found because i i don't have social media so i just found out yeah. today apparently bow wow got into a fight with a chick well correction a fight got into Bow Wow. Okay. Bow Wow did not get into a fight. And I, I saw the shit like on, uh, it's funny because it, it finally made its way to Facebook. Apparently it happened a couple, you know, it takes a couple days. <laughs> take a couple days. It takes a couple days to get over to Facebook. You ain't going to believe what they talk about on that Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he got in a fight with the chick and it, they got, they apparently they both got arrested or whatever. Yeah. And, um, yeah, well, that's, that's standard procedure. Standard. We can't figure out who yeah, did it. All y'all going. Y'all yeah, going. And he's got marks all over his face. And the caption I saw on Facebook was like, damn, did you at least pinch the bitch? <laughs> and everybody's laughing, cracking up. And I'm thinking to myself, before you even sent it, I'm when I saw it, I'm thinking if her face was scuffed up. That wouldn't be the. Oh man, the, it would have been Bow Wow's a menace. He need to be stopped. And I and I and, kill this man. And I, you know, I understand that physically we're stronger, you know, all of that stuff or whatever, whatever. But I think we need to start looking at a lot of these situations through a different lens. It's like it can't be funny when a man gets into a fight with a woman and she gets the best of him or yeah. whatever have you. People were saying he deserved the shit. But then on the flip side, it ain't that. You know, yeah. it's just putting your hands on people ain't funny at all. Yeah. 
ain't nothing, you know, ain't none of it funny. Now, I don't know the actual factuals of what happened. Well, Maybe basically, they say in the backstory is that, you know, this is a girl that he's dating or whatever like that. I guess his phone was going off a little too much for her liking. She go through the phone, see some shit. She put hands and feet on, on Bowiezy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the police get, I guess it was that big of a disturbance. Police get dispatched. Oh, we don't know who did what. All right, cool. Everybody got to go. So now they both go to jail. He gets released on $8,000 bond. They kept her. Okay. Because avid signs point to you just weapon X this motherfucker. Yeah. We need to figure out what the fuck is going on here. So, yeah. So he got the shit kicked out of him, um, restrained himself like a, like a real man. And, you know, now the social media backlashes. Man, you know. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, why are we even having this discussion? Because... When it was the shoe was on the other foot, and it was Chris Brown and Rihanna, and then pictures came out, mm-hmm. nobody didn't find it entertaining or funny. Exactly. And it's like it's just like it's double standard that exists, and it's almost like yo, there's this whole like community of people on social media that just hates straight black men so much, and it's just like you try to villainize and villainize them even when they're the ones that's being victimized yeah. and it's, and it's crazy. And we see this shit over and over and over again. And this is just yet another example. And it's like, yo, you really like damned if you do and damned if you don't in this scenario, because it's like, yo, you take, you, you, you take the ass whooping and now it's like, damn, why you ain't fight back? You fight back. And then it's like, Oh, you a fucking, you a woman beater and abuser. Now you got to wear that scarlet letter for the rest of your life. Yeah, I tell you one thing. I, I I have noticed not being on Twitter. I haven't seen like the fake outrage shit all yeah. week because I could only imagine because what's going it's concentrated on that. to that's that's the because outside in the world it's not happening. You know, it's, huh. and that's that's one thing I've noticed not seeing that shit. But yeah, I I, I told you I, before you even said anything. I was sitting there thinking to myself like, wait, if he refrained from touching her, how y'all clowning him? Yeah. Like, ain't that what you supposed to do? Like, that's what, what I would do. Ain't that what we 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 all been taught our whole entire lives? I've been punched. I say it often. I've been punched in the face by a woman, and I didn't hit her. I've had a woman pull a knife out on me. I didn't. I got out the fucking house, right. but I didn't beat her ass and none of that shit. And it's just like, ain't that what we supposed to do as men, as men who are caring and loving of and appreciative of the woman? You know, like... He, she's going off, going through his phone, and then going to fuck which off. Which is a violation of property. Which is a violation from Jump Street. Yeah. She's going to fuck off, whatever, whatever, swinging, kicking, doing all this shit. Hands up. He chilling. Ah, uh, he a clown. Look at him. Did it. And it's like, no. If anything, y'all should be giving him props for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, but it's you know, it's 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 like you say, people got picks, and you know, people hate Bow Wow for whatever reason. And it's like, yo, don't let the fact that he's a clown in other situations add to like your vitriol or your your dislike for him in a situation where he absolutely a hundred percent did the right thing. Right. Let's not confuse those issues. Like, people have a hard time, like, compartmentalizing stuff and saying, all right, you a clown because you do nut shit and you had a fake private jet and all this whole bullshit. (laughs) But in this situation, you did the right thing. Right. You still a clown, but in this situation, you was, like, an upstanding citizen, and it shows that you do have respect for women and you handle things the right way. Right. Bravo, Bow Wow. But they just want to... Jumbo the shit, you know what I'm saying? A uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 gumbo the shit up and mix it all up and make it all one issue. And it's like, no. Nah, like, you imagine when fucking Solange was going off on Jay in the elevator if he'd have just like, 
pow. Like, Pot shot. Yeah, it gave her a quick one. You'd have never heard the end of that shit. Right. They hate Jay-Z. Apparently, the, I didn't know this. We just finding this out in the last two months. Apparently, the internet is a corner of the internet that you hates didn't know Jay-Z, that? too. No. Yeah. I knew, like, they clowned on him and, like, eat unathletic and why he married to her and da 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 But I didn't know it was to this but level. That, but it come, that's the the uh the basis of it the uh, the genesis of you know <laughs> the, 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 the we hate Jay Z shit it's yeah. like why like it's a lot of people who really don't like the fact that like he got Beyonce he's like up a billion after all of the, yeah. the shit it's all the shenanigans and like you said it like you're a straight black man like you a black man <sighs> like who would y'all my thing is feministas who would y'all prefer Beyonce be like in a perfect world. Who do y'all want Beyonce to be with? Nobody? Mm-hmm. Y'all want her to be like the Virgin Mary, just like up here on this echelon, like by herself? A and- lot of the shit I see on online, especially at times, is just, I know it's not for me. So I don't really like give it that much thought, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't really yeah. go into the... The psychology of the it. The trying to break, because yeah. I just... Like, the whole... The, the, we talk about all the time, the interracial shit. Like... Serena Williams and Eve. You better go. You better go, girl. You, you, Get your white you, king. You, you better go, queen. <laughs> all this shit. Like, it's, like, dope. You, I see black women I follow on, on, on Instagram. I'm talking about not celebrities like, yeah. you know, Tanisha sec- 22nd Street and all of this shit. Like, all Tanisha of these. Tanisha 22nd Street. All, all, like, the regular folk I follow. Sidebar. They, any chick with a street name and her um, social media will kill you. Yeah, get away from blood. her. Please. Get away from her immediately. <laughs> yeah, fast. But it's like, uh, the regular people I follow, they be on there, yeah, I'm going to get me a white boy and I'm going to get me. They, they, black, they say this shit all the time. But if you even... Sp- Say a white woman looks nice. It's something wrong like, with fuck you. You, mean, you need you need to get psychologically <laughs> evaluated. No, it's just did like, your mother raise you to be yeah, loving these white sh- bitches? And I just I know that at times the internet is just not for me. So I don't even try to break down yeah. a lot of these things that I see. And it's the same shit when it comes to domestic abuse. You know, it's like it's funny and it's cool for a woman to. Swing on a guy. Absolutely. Y'all, they'll post videos where they'll show a chick going off on her dude in public, and it's hilarious. Yeah. But on the flip side of he that. Probably, he deserved that shit. I know he did something. On the flip side, it ain't hilarious if he was going off and swinging on her, you know? Yeah. And I really, I'm an advocate of keeping your hands to yourself. That's my number no one rule. who you are. Everybody got to keep their hands to themselves. And my, and my other thing is, in the event that I feel like or I sense that shit about to go where you're not going to keep your hands to yourself, don't ref, don't ref, stop me from leaving, yeah. or or try to hold or try to get your point across to the point where you're holding me somewhere. Like, nah, let's not like, don't touch me. Like, let me go. Oh. That situation, go. that situation I was in, she swung on me twice, and I was like, yeah, I'm out. And this bitch went in the kitchen and pulled out a knife and was like, you ain't going no nowhere. Fuck and I was like. Well, that's definitely, I definitely gotta get the fuck out of here now. Like, you tripping. You think I'm gonna stay here and let you murder me? It's like, yeah, and, and like that type shit be. I saw her recently. Just like, I ain't gonna say where I saw her, but just, <laughs> I saw her recently and I was thinking about that shit. Like, like you really crazy, man. Like, she out here just smiling. <laughs> she looked nice, but she, you just out here just smiling. Really people, like, psycho. people don't know that you, you, you borderline fucking nuts. And, yeah. oh. You know, had a flashback. Yeah, dog. It's like when Irv beat the feds. Like, woof. <laughs> it's like I almost did twenty. Yeah, how'd I get out of this motherfucker? <laughs> like, yeah, but no, like that. The the domestic violence, and I, I, me personally, I never wanted to be. I never wanted to have that. 
Yeah. It's just certain things I just never wanted to have on me. Like, Matt be beating bitches up. Hmm? <laughs> I'm too big for that right. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, like, I never wanted to go into a jail. And they like, what you in here for? Right. No, I beat my bitch up. I had to, you know. I had to, I had to smack my bitch. Her aunt jumped in and smacked her, too. I just never wanted that yeah, shit behind me. you don't want me. that on your jacket. Yeah, I just never wanted that shit behind me. So it's just like I, I knew no matter what the situation is, no matter where it goes, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. Like it's, I, I haven't been in many fights, at least in like adulthood. I just, it's no point. You know, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm a big guy and it's just, I know someone's going to hit me with a wrench before, you know what definitely I'm saying? Hit, definitely so, hitting you with a car. A, a trophy. <laughs> yeah, something weird is coming out left field. Cause ain't too many people going to stand up in front of me and swing. Hand. I just know that. Yeah. And that's the reason I don't even want to, cause I, I know I'm going to get murdered quick. Going to bludgeon you. Fast, ain't no like, it, it'll hit you with the same fucking anvil that uh the uh, roadrunner been hitting Wally Coyote with. Now, granted, I, you know my knee is terrible. <laughs> I know that, but it's like if somebody in the street don't know that I'm imposing. I'm six yeah. one, three hundred, big shoulders. I wouldn't swing on a nigga that was that big in Gotta front of me. Gotta clap you, big man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to no, lay you down, big man. No offense. Yeah. So it's just, I, I don't... No offense, we can't talk to, this out. I try not to put myself clap. in them situations, but that's just how I am. I'm going to keep my hands to myself as person yeah. from Rip. And I know a lot of people don't, they're not raised like that. They're just, you know, I saw a fight almost pop off in, in McDonald's the other day. Like I was, Yo, McDonald's has become like the epicenter for nonsense, man. Listen, the McDonald's, <laughs> oh my God, I got to, yo. Stop eating that shit. McDonald's on. <laughs> Stop <laughs> eating Real that talk. shit. Like, it be some bullshit going on I McDonald's. I drive a 27, <laughs> so the end of the line is Broad and Carpenter. So it's a McDonald's right there. I go use the bathroom and shit. The McDonald's on Broad and Carpenter in South Philly is one of the. It's the Terra Dome. It, not all the time, because there are some times where it's chill, but there's a methadone clinic down oh the street. My God. Listen, when. when How when, you got a. Hold on, real quick. How you got a methadone clinic in a performer arts high school with like, walking distance? It's right <laughs> down the street. So when the. The methadone clinic have like I guess recess or whatever. <laughs> they all come to the fucking McDonald's, and they, when you you know when it's like recess because they all be in there. They be falling down. I'm, I was in there the other day. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get me some nuggets, man. I had no nuggets in a little minute. I want some nuggets and shit. So I'm in line. White boy at the counter in front of me, and he is like dipping, like falling asleep. I mean, on straight like. He is slouched as I am in his chair, but he's standing That's up awful. at the at the counter. So the, the sh- little young girl, she like, uh, sir, you all right? And he just dipping, dipping. His phone was on his hip. His phone start ringing. What was his ringtone? McDonald's ringtone. Dog, I swear to God, this nigga phone. I'm standing there like, yo, boy, really like high as shit. Like this is drawling. The nigga phone start ringing. That shit was. I feel like dying only once the drugs are. That shit started playing on his ringtone. He's like, oh, shit. Hello? I'm falling the fuck out. Yo, Like, how the fuck is that your ringtone, dog? Shit, I feel like dying only once the drugs are done. That was his ringtone. I'm like, that's the type of shit to be going on in the McDonald's. But anyway... The headset wasn't working because I heard the girl say it when I walked in. I'm going to use that. She's like, the headset wasn't working. So the drive through was like all backed up because yeah. motherfuckers not realizing that they the shit backed on a broad street. Right. <laughs> and that, the, 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 it was a family full of like chicks, like the mom, the two daughters. They all had scarves and those 
you know those coats that look like bathroom mat material all the chicks oh, wear? Yeah, 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 they yeah, all yeah. had those coats on like ostriches. And they all had scars on and they came into McDonald's like, damn bitch, we've been in the lane for da 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 and she like, all right, you don't need to come in here cursing She's like, What bitch? Da, da, da. And they I'm talking about they about to like really get it on in the McDonald's Lobby, and I'm just standing like, there. Like, the cheeseburgers are 99 cents. It's not worth it. <laughs> Yo, the fucking pies is two for a dollar. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not. I'm positive it's not worth it. Like, you're going to feel like an asshole when they come book you over this $9 transaction. Dog, this should be crazy, man. I was just standing there watching that shit the other day. Like, this is really life for, for folk. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, people, people thrive really off be nonsense. outside trying to fight anybody. Yeah, for Anybody. Sure. I mean, anybody who come across. And that's just not me. Like, I keep my hands to myself. I don't get into situations where I'm just trying to rumble yeah. all the time. But, like, y'all will rumble in the McDonald's drive through in the fucking Acme, at just the most weirdest places on Whole Earth. Foods. What are y'all even doing here? Like, what, 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 what's the <laughs> issue? Why are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's crazy. But, no, nah, I'm really, when it comes to that domestic violence shit, like, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, man. Please. That's really where I be at. I mean, it's, I mean you know, my whole thing is certain certain scenarios, you just got to consider your surroundings and realize, like, He's a nut ass nigga, but I'm not going to jail Super Bowl weekend over Bow Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, since you gotta have more like more cognizance than that to realize like it's Super Bowl weekend in Atlanta, I don't wanna spend this fucking weekend in Cobb County prison. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a I'm a whoop his ass on Monday. Whoop his ass for what? Like He told me I was the only one. You go through, I believed him. That's that's an, another joint that's like kind of weird to me. Like you go through the person you with phone, right? You didn't go through the phone because you was like, oh, no, nah, I know they not doing nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You going through the phone because you feel like something is going on. Something's going yeah. on. So if you feel like something's going on nine times out of ten. Yeah. And further, and to take it a step further, the person that's so a person that's looking for something, everything look like something. Right. So, if, you know, hi, who, who the fuck is yeah. mommy, nigga? <laughs> who the fuck is mommy? <laughs> You out here cheating with a bitch named Mommy? I, yeah, I, you slick, nigga. This ain't your real mom. You know what I'm like, saying? So it's like, a, you know, a possessed woman going to find whatever. Yeah. Same way with a crazy possessed man. He going to find whatever. He going to find what he looking for. Yeah, I ain't got no time for that shit, man. Yeah, please, everybody, keep your hands to yourself. Let's put a nice bow on this. Keep your hands to yourself. Stay out of each other's phones. Please. Let people cheat in peace, please. Yeah, Goodness. Right. It's too too much violence, man. Like, y'all angry as shit for no reason. And the crazy part is, yo, a lot of this violence don't even be what the hell the actual situation be. It'd be frustration from years of poverty and just bad decisions that have come back to just— Too many McDonald's cheeseburgers. Your your diet is unbalanced. You didn't eat enough green vegetables. Too much carbonated soda. You fucked up, man. Your your neurons is getting crossed. As a young man, I didn't think that that shit actually mattered. I told you I want to do a health episode where we like have like an actual nutritionist. No, that shit matters. Like not eating enough vegetables or drinking enough water. Like the whole shit with the city girls chick. Like that the outrage from that. Like when she said, "I don't drink water," and it's just like, what do you mean? No, but this, you know, the Tahitian treat got water in it, so it's like... And it's like, me at at times, I feel like I don't drink enough water, but it's like, I'm not really a heavy drinker anymore, so it's like, you know, but at times, I'll be on the tip, like, I need to start drinking a little bit more water and whatever, whatever, but to just... Just as a rule, 
I don't drink water. And I, I, I really, un, until I started talking with people who actually work on people, like, I know a girl now who does waxing. You know, I know hairdressers. I know girls who do nails. I know girls who yeah, do that the shit eyebrows. Comes out of you. That shit comes out of you. Yeah. I, you know, and I never really put that into like a like it being in your hair or your you know your yeah. your body smelling a certain way because you just don't eat enough vegetables or don't drink enough water or don't get enough protein or whatever the fuck have yeah. you. It's like no, that yeah. shit is real. You literally are what you eat, and yeah. if you eat too much bullshit. It will, it will, it will find a way to come out of you, yeah. and everything comes out of you different ways. It's not just going to the bathroom. Sometimes it's a a, a smell that you just keeps you can't figure out where the shit coming from. It's you. Your yeah. pH balance is fucked up. The yeah. shit is trying to exit you. It's a toxin. Yeah. Shouldn't be eating this shit. Yeah, that shit is wild. Like, like when <laughs> you just got like a, a like a odor, odor. That's crazy. This is one chick, man. This real, real pretty girl, good looking, nice body, the whole everything. She running around the club scene, all that shit. And I'll never forget, man. Like, I was having a conversation with uh, one of my homeboys, and he's like, yo, that bitch smells funny. I'm like, bruh, it's no way. Like, I'm not believing him. Like, she looks so good, I'm not believing it. I'm like, bruh, it's no way. You're lying to me. Like, you're not going to tell me that pretty ass girl got some crazy, weird smell to her. I'm telling you, dog. So I see her one day. I'm driving down fucking Sansom Street downtown. I just so happened to see her. I rolled the window down. <coughs> she looking nice. Got a little juicy couture sweatsuit on, makeup on, hair What popping. year was this? This was, uh, like, 2013. 14, okay. 2014, 2015. So I see her. I'm like, yo, I'm like, where are you going? She's like, oh, I'm going over here. So I, she get in the car or whatever. I take her like half a block. In the half a block that she's in my car, I smelt the most vile, horrid smell hey, on a person I've ever smelled in my life. Now, keep in mind, she got makeup on. Her hair is done. She got perfume on on top of the funk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's still cutting through to the point where... She left it in my car. Like, she got out, and I had to ride with the windows down like Ace Ventura. Yeah. And I just couldn't understand it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's like, it's like, uh, it's almost like one of them, like, uh, like somebody that they live with like an older relative or something like that. Uh, like that basement, like the mothball moth smell. Yeah. It's that. And I'm just like, how the fuck did this happen to the point where it's in you? Like, it's in... Like, it's just in there. It, it's just in there, and you just can't shake the shit. And every time after that, like, I just... I just I could smell her before I could see her. Yeah, as I remember a chick years ago I knew, and, uh, you know, she was, like, kind of nice-looking, whatever, whatever, and it was like, we started talking. It was cool. It was, this is before I was even driving the bus. This is when I was trucking and shit. And I remember, like, my first time, like, being around her, she had, like, one of them type situations. Like, it was like... You know, I I thought she was just like cooking or something like. like am I bugging like? Yeah, you know, and it, it wasn't like a it wasn't like terrible. It was just like a smell. Like it's there. You're like, like it's I can, but it's there. I can smell it. And then maybe like the next time I saw her when I was like actually in Atlanta, I was just like because she was she lived down in Atlanta. I was like. This bitch cooking again. Like, why? Like, <laughs> like I don't... Like, and after a while, you just got to settle in. Like, no, this is just how you and smell. Then, like, then you like, have an odor. Then, like, the third time I was around her, I was like, it was like that again. And I, I just registered, like, oh, this bitch just be stinking. Like, she don't be washing or something, whatever. <laughs> and then, like, as years went on, hearing these different stories, it was like, oh, it's people that just carry body odors because they bodies be on some silly shit. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's probably a I don't drink water I only drink yak and yeah, we only just, eat French fries. Yeah. I don't eat green vegetables. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what spinach. I don't know what cooked spinach tastes like. Like shit, like that. Bitches, you take the restaurant. They order the salmon. It'd be like, <laughs> what do you want for sides? French fries. French fries. 
Let me get fries and some baked potato and a baked potato. Let me get double starch. Yeah. That shit is real. That shit plays a, a huge... Uh, that shit will catch up to you mm-hmm. in a in a hurry. And I, I've noticed it just in these last... I say the last year because I just... It's funny. We were in a poker room the other day and uh, my man Trey... Shout out Trey because I know he listened to the podcast. He a dealer, a white boy. He, um... I don't know why I threw out that he's a white boy, but <laughs> he's, he's, he's going to mention that later. With a name like Trey, I wasn't expecting him to be a white nah, boy. So Trey was, Dave, white boy, a... funny as shit. <laughs> but fucking Trey was like, he was talking about like me losing weight or whatever. And he was just like, yo, like you really don't even look like how you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. And he's like, I need, I'm going to start going to the gym with you. I'm like, shit, I, you know, I'll be in there. I go to LA Fitness, like, you know, come through, whatever, whatever. And <laughs> he was like, um... Before I get on this shit, man, like we, I gotta have a cheesesteak. Let's go get a fucking cheesesteak. And I was just like, yo, I haven't had a cheesesteak in like a year. And he was like, Are you serious? And I'm just like, Yeah. And he was like, No, for real. And I was like, <laughs> Like, no, for real. No, really. I haven't had one in like a year. I was like, I haven't had a burger in like eight months. And he's like, You serious? I'm like, Yeah. Like, and I, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking to myself, like, when was the fucking last time I had a cheesesteak? When was the last time I had a burger? When's the last time I had right. a lot of different things? And it's like, I eat so different now to where, and I look back on how I used to feel going to the Chinese store, getting six wings, fried rice, and a Pepsi. How I would feel after that as opposed to now eating like some turkey meatloaf and some string beans and drinking one of these. And yeah. so, like you just, you feel it. You yeah. feel that shit on your body just in a way different capacity. Like the other day, uh, they all went to Burger King and McDonald's and shit. And I was saying to myself, like, damn, I ain't been a Burger King in a minute. You can't even get nothing out of that motherfucker. You can't even try to make a, a semi healthy meal and, out of that. And it's yeah. just like, yo, I really haven't been a Burger King in forever. And it yeah. was a point where I literally, since we talking about it, let's go into it. The nutrition shit. You start. You stop eating certain foods. You you go to the bathroom different. You breathe different. You sleep different. It, it's it. You don't think it plays that yeah. big of a deal, and but that shit really does. And we was talking about. The kids the other day and just, you know, my grandfather recently passed away. We went to the funeral. Funeral was this past Saturday. You know, he'd have been 99 and, um, you know, he he lived that long, 100 years almost, smoking cigarettes, drinking. He was drinking corn liquor last time we was all over there like right. a couple weeks ago. You know, like I can't even drink corn liquor now. Eating, I could never drink corn liquor. Yo, like eating pork, eating beef, fried food. But <clears throat> me and Ma was talking about like. The food back then and the things that they did, they weren't created the way it is now. You know what I mean? Like, cigarettes were different. Soda was different. And shit, even like the, the what they call it, like the uh, the stuff, the steroids and all that get pumped into the animals now, the cows and the pigs and all that mm-hmm. craziness. They didn't have all of that in the animals back in the day. And then the fast food, McDonald's and all, even that was prepared different than yeah. the way it is now. And it wasn't as rampant as it is like back in the day to eat like fast food was like once in like it was just like, you know, it's like now motherfuckers is raised on fast. I was food. about to say like four you, times a day. that's what we was talking about. Like it's kids out here where you figure you got 21 meals in a week. If you eat three a day, it's kids where out of the 21 meals for the week. 12 of them might be fast food. Shit, number one, they ain't getting the 21 mils. Let's start there. Yeah, they yeah, they might could be go getting there. 10, 11 mils if they lucky. Are you be surprised how many parents like actually stop what they're doing and prepare food for their children? It's very, it's far and few. Like between. often. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot of kids that are just getting raised on like nuggets. 
And that shit eventually, like that's you see it. Like cancer is like running rampant. Yeah, because yo. it's it's in everything. It's in the fucking food. It's in the air. It's in fucking everything. Like in um, you know, we've basically given because we've adopted this principle of eating so horribly. Yeah. We've given these big companies basically the right to give us fucking cancer. They say that they was uh, I was reading some news story probably like two weeks ago. They were saying like these big major meat producing companies say like. 60% of the fucking pork that they come across has some form of cancer in it. You know what they do? They just cut the shit out. Cut it out. Cut the shit out, clean it up, and then fucking repackage it. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. It's crazy. But you got to look at, like, the way it's, like, it. it's just not enough chickens. It's just yeah. not enough cows. It's, like, so it's, like, yeah, they have to, like, mass produce. And, like, they literally are breeding animals just for slaughter. Yep. And when you're doing that, you're... You're trying to make the most of it. So yeah, like, because it's an assembly line. Yeah, exactly. You just got to keep the machine Whereas, training. like, my grandfather, they down south in the country in the 20s, they they have that shit on. Like, they have animals on their farms yeah. and shit. Like, you know, it's just a different ball game. Whereas now, and it's like, even the fast food, that shit don't taste different to you from back in the day. Like, I'm talking about, like, 95 yeah, to completely now. completely different. It tastes way different than the way it <laughs> used to. Like It's engineered. Exactly. It's like a it good, the good burger and Mondo burger. That's how yeah. that shit be coming off. Like, And I look at like just fat, like KFC when we were young tasted way different. Popeyes used to taste way, like a lot of the shit that goes on that gets thrown out there in the world, it just had a way different taste than it yeah. does now. And now that like I I went months without eating, like, I tasted uh, some fries the other day and I just was like, Jones not good, yo. Yeah. Like I'd rather go home, cut up a potato, and fry them. Well, I had some myself. horrible fries the other day. Like I'm just like, why am I subjecting myself I'm to weird. this? McDonald's. Oh yeah. I, I, like I'm like, let me get the small. I'm like, I'm trying to mitigate the horribleness. So I'm like, yo, word of the week a, is mitigate. Yeah, let me get a small fry. Right. And that's like, how I be. Like, like let me. Let me get us. I gotta taste the fucking potato. I gotta see what's up with the potatoes today. Right. I gotta see what's going on. But let me get a small one just so I can mitigate the bullshit. And it's like, I'm like, I instantly regretted this shit. So after I finished the fries, now I'm ready to throw the fuck up. But I'm just like, man, I'm like, I just had to see what the fries were. I was standing at McDonald's the other day, and I was watching the lady put the salt on the fries. And I'm just like, like, my chest. Yo, like, uh, what did he say? Don't mind all that salt in that potato salad, Willie. That's how I'm standing there, like, yo, lady, why? I'm to, she's. Doing this. Going to town. Over the, like, it's just, yo, that's a lot of fucking salt, lady. And, Call me crazy. I feel like they come salted already, like out the and brown the, paper. And the oil got salt in it oh. on top of that. You don't have to resalt these journals, bro. The lady was like, I was like, yeah, that, that's a lot of salt. And she was like, well, you know, that's that's the way people want them. I'm like, no, they don't. I'm Nobody like, asked for this. So I was like, you can take them Jones out of the grease and pour them into that thing. And it's enough salt in that yeah, leftover salt for the next for the 19 <laughs> batches of fries, yo. There's enough salt in there already. You don't need to put more salt on that. And I'm just like, that shit is like, but they say that the salty fries is what makes you drink soda. Right. Like it makes you drink, drink, drink. So that's why you look, somebody have a large fry and a fucking oil drum of soda. Yeah. And it kind of go hand <laughs> in hand. And it's like sub- subconscious. But And on top of that, the fact that I learned this shit in fucking college health that any type of carbonated soda is a multiplier. Mm-hmm. So if it's brown, it's, brown soda is like a three times. Yeah. yeah, two, three, two and a half, three times yeah. is off rip. Like it's bad enough you drink a motherfucking Sprite, let alone you drink a fucking Coke or a Pepsi or yeah. RC Cola or root beer or some shit like that. Just go ahead and take your two thousand calories and 
quadruple it. Yeah, I was thinking about that shit the other day. It's like, yo, like I, I watched the uh I was sitting at the light at 29th and Gerard. It's a poppy store right there on the corner. Friday night, the dude was coming out of there. He he had like five kids with him, a bunch of kids and shit. And he had two like bags and they had platters in them. Yeah. Like he everybody Friday night, everybody get a platter, you know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking to myself, like, everybody get a platter. Platters probably all got a five on them. You have five dollar platter and shit. Like you just spent thirty dollars on platters, thirty five dollars with drinks. On a meal, nuggets and t- chicken tenders, yeah. whatever the fuck they eat and whatever. And I'm like, you could have took that $35 and went to the market. You could have took that $35 and went to Sam's Club. Yeah, could have got food for the whole weekend. You you, you could have had, like, multiple meals, like yeah. actual nourishing, fulfilling, yeah. protein, calcium, all your different vitamin you know, meals. You know what part of it is, though? We've moved to a just-in-time society. Like, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, like, manufacturing principles. Just-in-time is basically, like, meaning, like, on an assembly line. Like, when you need more shit, that's when we produce it, like, now. Like, right. we're not building for the future because we don't know if we're going to sell this shit. So when you when we need more orders, that's when we make more orders. So it's like people have adopted that principle in every aspect of their life where it's like a motherfucker don't real like know that they car fucking up and they need to get a new car, but they don't deal with it until the car die on them. Right. A motherfucker know like I'm, at some point today, I'm going to need to eat three different times. Right. So instead of meal prepping or or having food or whatever in the house, they just go and go to a food truck or go to McDonald's or Burger King, whatever, and just buy something because right. I'm hungry right now. I need to eat right now. I don't have time to prepare this food. Or they just failed to prepare the food, so now they got to eat right now. It's dire. So we've moved to like a just-in-time fucking manufacturing on every aspect of our life and that's not the way you're supposed to treat what you're ingesting into your body but that's the reason why you watch burger king and wendy's and checkers and everybody they have these two for wars i call them where it's like two for seven no we got two for six no we got two for five no we got two for four no we got four for four (laughs) we got four for five we got five for four we got three for every fucking day it's a new joint and it's like they're just playing off of that, basically, yeah. that mentality. You like, got to eat right we now. Know, we know you niggas ain't going to cook. Come get this shit. Yeah. You get a cookie with this one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, this shit is crazy. And motherfuckers be ready to... Wawa got two for this, four for this, five for this. You don't need the first whatever, and, and they going to make you buy two now because uh, you feel like it's a fucking sub. And I look back on, like, I could really... I was saying it to Ma the other day. I could really go into McDonald's, get... The Big Macs was two for five. I could get two Big Macs, a large fry, two apple pies, and a large soda and knock that out and keep going down the street. Right. I'm driving to 27 <laughs> with, with a big, big Mac and a tuck over there. Like, I couldn't even imagine doing that shit at this point. But yeah. that was the reality, and especially when you do a job like that where you just drive and drive and you get to mm-hmm. And I remember Lee would always be like, you don't want to take none to work? You don't want? And I'd be like, no, nah, I'll get something there. Yeah, what you going to eat? Bullshit. Bullshit. It's a poppy store down the street, Chinese store across the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not even walking down there. We got a little gopher in the depot. He go get food <laughs> Yo, and shit. Go get everybody. Just yeah, like, go, go get this. You go pick this Let me get a number up. 34. Real, real talk. <laughs> the fuck is a 34? Let me get two sevens. <laughs> two number tens, nigga. Let me get 34. Real shit. But once you stop eating it and you you really, really see it for what it's worth and you just... You won't miss the shit, man. Dog, I... I I went, uh, I told you, the, the Chinese store across the street from my depot, I went in there to buy gum. 
And I'm just looking at the back. Like, it's, it's motherfuckers, little niggas all in there with their hoodies on, with their <laughs> hands in it, because ain't no heat on in the fucking store and shit. The nigga back there, he cooking. He got a fucking apron on over a Woolridge, because ain't, ain't even no heat back there. He got on a Woolridge and sandals on the motherfucking walk, <laughs> just getting busy. Like, it's no way this shit can be good for me. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. This shit can be good for Look you. at the conditions with which it's being prepared. <laughs> I should not be subjecting myself to this shit. I'm like, the nigga got on light-up sandals <laughs> with a Woolrich in an apron. <laughs> Cooking. He got the walk going ham. And they all standing around. It's just Friday night. They just all standing around waiting for their Friday night dinner. Like, y'all crazy. Like, it's better than this, yo. It gets better than this. But you got to be able to go. You got to be willing to go. Like, it's funny. All the people in my job, they be, like, making jokes now because I come in with a lunch bag. They be like, oh, you serious? And I be like, uh, yeah, yeah mother- I want to live, motherfucker. Yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> this shit ain't jokes. Like, what would you say? The, the best that shit, that, that this ain't joke shit. It's funny. Like, no, this shit ain't jokes. It's like you got to kind of take what you're eating and what you're putting into your body. You had to take that shit extremely serious. And, I ain't even gonna say you got to take it extremely serious because, and you see, I'll eat some snacks and shit, and, yeah. but it's like... You you can't just I know firsthand you eat bullshit every day and become inactive to where you're not burning off calories. You're just literally going to work, coming home, chilling on the couch, chilling in the whatever the fuck you're doing. That shit will come back to haunt you. That shit. Fuck the weight. You will. Your blood pressure will be fucked up. You will develop all kinds of cancer, sleep apnea, motherfucking uh, diabetes, all of that shit. Like I'm telling you, my shit was up and i'm not saying i'm good but nigga i was on blood pressure medicine i was 30 years old that shit is not a that's not a joke i was really on blood pressure medicine i haven't taken blood pressure medicine in seven months i went to the doctor the other day my blood pressure was 120 over 81 and my blood pressure is perfect yeah i don't take medicine anymore i don't have sleep apnea i sleep through like my alarm wakes me to fuck up the, the pre-diabetic yo i went i had a they made me go do another echocardiogram because the, the cardiomyopathy yeah. the Doctor came and was like, your yeah, echo is reading off good. So my issue I was having with my heart not yeah. functioning right, that shit is gone. He was like, literally, you've lost 160 pounds and you've lost so much just stress on your body. And it's just, he's like, the turnaround is just like remarkable. So it's like my blood pressure, I'm the diabetes is out the window. The sleep apnea is gone. The cardiomyopathy is gone. Like my echo is reading good. It's like people don't even dig. A lot of those issues come just from eating terrible right nothing more nothing less just eating badass food you can be as small as you can be smaller than you and yeah, still sure. get dame dash has diabetes uh. dame a skinny nigga you keep eating a bunch of salt a bunch of sugar drinking sodas all got that name you will develop diabetes though yeah, definitely so it's like yeah i definitely want to have a health journey we get uh, a couple people up here who actually know health uh, that's another thing too uh, having guests on the show now if you claim to have a degree you will need to bring it like a job interview <laughs> you, you have to present you said have degree. to bring that thing with you we might have to do pre-screening yeah real talk we had to call your fucking governing yeah, body we, we need three we need three motherfucking uh what they call it um references, references. so we can call around make sure you who is you say yeah, you, you know this crazy nigga i got this crazy nigga coming on my podcast you know this motherfucker <laughs> He's telling me he's a uh, he's a, he's a health specialist. Yeah. I need to know who who uh, who specialized him. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, that health shit is real. So definitely uh, pay attention. I don't even know how we got on that, but that was good. Um, let's talk about Takashi, man. Oh, man. Uh, I guess we calling him Takashi again. <laughs> uh, Takashi's finished. It's over. It's over. 
Yeah, it's over. And, and, the, and, the, and the thing is, man. It's sad. I saw the joint with his baby mom talking. It's like, damn. Because in a weird way, I thought he was going to be able to wiggle his way out of this. I, I knew he wasn't getting out of it. Once once they start hitting it with the with the, with the the wiretap joint where they was like he was never in a gang and this. And I'm like, if he got a good lawyer, he got an angle. Yeah. You got at least got a fighting chance. But, you know, I guess they went to present their case and then the feds presented their shit. And he was like, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. This motherfucker's trying to kill me. They fucking on my baby mom. Mm-hmm. They robbing me. That's not forget that that's what started all of this. The fact that they was fucking robbing me blind, right. taking half of my money before I even seen this shit. Um, and he just in a bad way, man. And uh, he literally he told everything. Yeah. He in open court he told everything. He apologized to the court. He said that they was shooting motherfuckers, extorting people. He they put hits on people. They did hits on people. Mm-hmm. Uh. Drug dealing. He said he sold a brick of heroin in Bushwick, Brooklyn, to somebody. A brick of heroin yeah, in New York City. What? Like they were literally doing anything, and it just his 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 admissions just basically let you know these guys were everything that we thought they were and more. They yeah. were worse. Yeah. Like th- this was a real criminal organization. They were doing everything. Yeah. It's like whatever you take whatever you thought they was doing and add 50 more things to it and that's what the fuck they was actually doing. So these motherfuckers are not only doing crime and rapping and having him rap about the shit. Yeah. The shit that they're not rapping about is even more sinister than what they're publicizing. Yeah, man. And it's just like a crazy, crazy situation. And it's like, yo, the Fed system is so backed up with cases and shit like that because they processing Rico's like it's going out of style. Right. So the shit's so backed up, he still don't go to sentence until next year. Right. So he went from a September sentencing, a trial starting date, to a January 23rd, 2020 uh, sentencing date. And they said this is poetic justice. It said he'll be he's facing forty seven years in jail. If he did all forty seven, he'll be sixty nine years old when he comes home. Damn, I didn't even think about talk that. about poetic justice. So shoddy, Mel murder. So wait, he's facing forty seven after telling. After telling, God damn, what was he facing before telling? Uh, twenty something. Because now he's brought forth more charges. So the way the feds work is, when you, when you when you cooperate, they say you gotta tell us everything. Because if we find out anything, we gonna rip your fucking deal up. So the 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 charges that he has now that he's put on himself, basically because he told on himself and them, carries a weight of forty seven years. He's not gonna do forty seven. Yeah, we know that. Um, but that's the the weight that it carries. Like the brick of heroin alone is like life, yeah. based off of New York state uh, state law and the federal statute in terms of dealing heroin in this type of <laughs> fucking saw, environment. Saw, oh, face, Facebook, <laughs> uh, they caught somebody with four kilos of fentanyl. Oh, it has a God. street value of ten million dollars. Apparently, a brick of fentanyl is two point five million dollars. And the caption said, "I don't know who they caught with it, but he's getting electrocuted." What's <laughs> cracking the fuck up? Like that shit is serious. Like four man. bricks of fentanyl, they giving you the death chamber. <laughs> that that Fetty Wap ain't no yeah. joke, man. That shit is a whole different thing because it's it's a it's a synthetic drug. Yeah. It's like fucking crank and uh, crank. crystal meth yeah. back in the nineties. It's like it's that sort of a deal. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, he he's 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 in a bad way. But the, and the and the saddest part is, he really had nowhere else to turn to. Like yeah. I don't condone snitching at all. But he literally he had no. It was either get murdered, try to go on uh, some all out assault against these guys and fucking murder them, 
or tell. Like those were his only choices because it's like this is a mob. This is a a gang, a real gang. Ten more people outside of the original eight just got indicted because of what he said. They were a real gang out here doing gang activity, like real mob shit. Mm. And they were going to kill him. They were going to kill him, leave it up to chance, throw him in the fucking Hudson or whatever the fuck they was going to do and just deal with the consequences later. Like, they were going to execute their fucking plan. And he literally had nobody else to turn to because... Once you go on the breakfast club on that Friday and then you do that interview and then you let it be known you have all these problems with these guys, the feds immediately sw- – he didn't have even have no time. They came on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, this is the time. Like, he going to tell because he know that they doing that, but they, but they don't know about this shit. They don't know that Shotty's fucking his baby mom. He don't know that – this other shit that's going on. They don't know that they going to try to reroute this, that, and box mm-hmm. him in here and murder him. He don't know this shit. He know that they mad at him. He don't know that they want to murder him. And that the fix has been in for months. Yeah. And the minute that he decided that he wasn't fucking with them no more, they was going to kill us at. Right. So the feds played it perfectly, man. Like, it's yeah. like, like this is why, you know, they, they have a 98% conviction rate. What do, you, what do you project him getting? He's probably going to probably do somewhere between, like, Seven to thirteen years. They're gonna find some way to give him a suspended sentence. He's gonna have to testify in open court against these guys, and then they're gonna get some sort of downward reduction and all that shit. He don't have no history of uh, federal charges, so mm-hmm. that in itself, like he's not he's not a first time offender, but he's a first time federal offender. Yeah. So there's certain safety. That's what I was thinking. Like Shotty's fucked. Shotty's done. Yeah. <laughs> We're never. They're gonna lock up Shotty in Antarctica somewhere. Yeah. Like he's a he's a fucking menace to society. Apparently, mm-hmm. like we're never gonna see him. Him, Mel Matrix. Uh, some other guy that they said was like a big figure that just got locked. We're never going to see these guys again. They're going under the jail. Like, wherever the fuck they locking up El Chapo at, they're going to put them yeah. under that shit. Like, we're never going to see these motherfuckers <laughs> again because nobody even cares about them. Like, y'all are like a blip on the radar, and y'all cause so much havoc over a three-year period. It's just like, get y'all the fuck out of I here. I think this is uh, it just, I, I didn't want to cut you off from you saying what you thought he was going to get, but I think it just goes to show just how rampant that gang shit is running in New York. Like in the last four years, we've had two outstanding young rappers fall at the hands of them being gang related in New York City. Like, and, and, and they was cool. Like, uh, <laughs> Uh, Bobby and Rowdy and all them GS9. Uh, Bobby is on 6ix9ine album. Yeah. Rapping from jail. You know what I'm saying? Bobby would be home. like Bobby yeah. come home in 20. Yeah, next yeah. year. So it's just like, it, it just lets you know that like, they're like, New York City is fighting back in a way that no other city has fighting fought back on that gang shit they're not playing that shit right like you are you want to start a little gang you want to do that we're getting you the fuck out of here yeah. every single one that popped up sex money murder from fucking high bridge you, you're out of here you're done uh bang bang boogie all of y'all niggas you're done uh gs9 crip set you're done uh, Treyway, uh, you're done. Like we're not playing that shit. Like y'all gonna pop up, y'all gonna have y'all little whatever, whatever. Y'all gonna go be jail legends. Y'all not gonna be street legends though, because we getting y'all niggas the fuck out of here. Mm. And they giving the gang leaders such ridiculous like amounts of time. Um, it was the guy named from uh 
from the fucking pink houses. Oh my god, uh, Rod Diggs, okay, guy yeah. from New York, Rod Diggs. He was connected with Uncle Murder and all them. You start seeing that blood shit creeping up and all this like five six years ago. They got Rod Diggs the fuck out of here because not only was Rod Diggs talking that gang shit, he was talking that community growth and development, that Larry Hoover shit. Oh, you gotta go, nigga. Yeah. They gave him a hundred years. You're never coming home, Rod Diggs. See ya. So it's like every time these little, you know, so you see somebody like him, an inspirational figure get locked up, then you see the trade, then you see GS9, the Crip set. Now they, because all the bloods is off. We swept yeah. all the bloods up, so now the now the Crip set pop up. Then, oh, what's this? Uh, then they get swept up. Now Treyway two years later, and it's yeah. just like, yo, you just keep seeing this shit over and over and over and over again, man. And these guys is like not learning their lessons. New York City is not playing with y'all with this shit, and y'all keep playing games. Shit, it's man. like niggas with the guns in New York. Like, Joel's about to go and like do 23 months for that dumbass it's like you would think after like Lil Wayne after fucking Plexico like, like after all these different loads, like if you have a hammer in New York you're going to jail we don't give a fuck who you are you're going Wheezy in his height couldn't <laughs> wiggle out of jail they time. said who's Lil Wayne lock him up it's his gun Plaque shot himself <laughs> <laughs> a nigga on Lil Wayne bus like no that's my joint they like man shut up man lock Lil Wayne up yeah you going like it's like motherfuckers just don't get it, man. Like New York is prosecuting cases harder than anybody. Bobby and them don't even have a federal case. Yeah. They got a fucking a local yeah, a, 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 ta- a local task force fucking yeah. indictment from the state of New York. And, and they all sitting on fucking uh, Clinton somewhere where Sean yeah. was locked up at. Yeah. Like Quite this shit is crazy. Yeah. It's sad because it's like he really was talented, and you know. 2019 is weird. You you see the impossible all the time. It's like, but I, you know, he could get back to being like a, a young little star. But hey, I mean that 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 he he gonna do somewhere like somewhere between like they gonna his sentencing is gonna be extremely lenient compared to what he's on the docket for. So you are gonna be looking at somewhere between like seven to thirteen years, seven to fifteen, seven and a half to fifteen, somewhere like that. He probably gonna do like five six years. Like if he if he goes full out with the cooperation, which he has no choice at this point. Like yeah. you already testified in open court anyway. And My thing is though, it's like he he tells then what? Like are they gonna have they him? They gotta go to move to motherfucking Montana, Idaho somewhere. It's over. His his rap career is over. That's what I no no. I was talking about like even with him doing jail. What did they put him in like a witness? They gonna put him in like a minimum security jail somewhere because you know it's the feds. They can put you wherever they want to. But it's like you can't really out like he has a huge six nine on his forehead. Hey man, he had so to it's like face you, off dog. <laughs> he had to get a fucking face transplant or something. All that shit. And then like even when he gets out of jail, it's like. We're, you you're not hiding nowhere. They gonna, gonna have to put him somewhere where you know TMZ don't travel to North Dakota, South Dakota. They he see you later. Like he's fit. It's over. That testifying shit is crazy. Man. It's over. Man. His his life is over. I was watching Goodfellas the other day, and then uh, I watched Goodfellas recently. Yeah, too. and I, I was watching that, and then the, you know the way it ends where he testified, and he went to move like to wherever the fuck he was at Omaha, I think they put him at. And I was reading the actual story, and it's just like, yeah, like you you get that ingratiated into whatever gang or whatever you know organized crime situation you're dealing with, you get into some some trouble, and you testify. It's like. You have a wife, you have children, you have parents, you yep. have brothers and sisters, and it's like, what happens to them? And outrun that shit. You know what I mean? Like, everybody knows somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it'd it be, it be situations where it'd be like a, a third cousin of somebody you told on that'll see your aunt somewhere and blow her fucking brains out. 
Like that shit don't just stop with you. And that's what people don't realize. And and the thing is with Danny, it's like, yo, they knew he wasn't a gangster from the beginning. He knew he wasn't a gangster. But what he knew was, I don't want to live an average life. I want to be rich and famous and blah, blah, blah. And this is a mechanism to get me where I'm going. And he tried to outrun his past. And your past, very rarely does your past not catch up to you. Mm. You have a select few people, Jay-Z, uh, he might be the only fucking one. <laughs> like he might be. It's 50. like fifty. Like where your past, you can outrun. The your thing past. is, a lot of these, it's, it's in rap. A lot of these pasts are fabricated. So when a motherfucker like 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 Beans has a past, or like you said, fifty or Jay Z or Easy E, you know what I'm yeah, saying? That like shit will catch up. They to have you. real past, but then it's like. <clears throat> You know, like Jade all the time says it. Like I never went to jail. Like yeah. I never, you know, like so. It's like a lot of them know where it's like they don't have that. So yeah, to like Jay apparently is like you know I still don't know about the ninety two, but you know <laughs> he did something. He he did something. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got I seen pictures of him recently in Trenton in like eighty seven hustling out somebody crib with pictures with somebody aunt and like he he he's he was the real deal. He like was you, doing something. You, you know, Fifty was really really on it. You know, uh, Easy E apparently was like yeah. really like they all talk about yeah. that. Like yeah, no, he was like the. But man. you can't outrun your past. You see, Suge Knight, like all of the fucking dust he kicked up and all that shit will catch up. No, to you. when you get to the point where you're just doing dumb shit, you, yeah. it's just like you know, like Rob was saying it the other day, like. Um, cause it was funny. We was in a casino. And Rob was talking about like people think like they see you on something or doing something. They think it's the greatest thing ever, not realizing what's going on behind the scenes. Cause he was talking about the whole Rock Nation shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, dog. Like, think about it. if your man tell you in '93, yeah, I got a job at Death Row. You like, oh shit, it's you, lit. You lit. He, you don't know. He's probably getting peed on. You know what I'm saying? Like getting the shit smacked out of you every time yeah. you clock in. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, no. When you, when they get to those points or those heights, like Puff, like you you can't just run around with the Crips. We get it. You pay them for protection when you're on the West Coast, and it's in the, but these is active Crips. These yeah. niggas get in the dumb shit. So when these niggas get into a situation where Pac is kicking a Crip in the face in a hotel lobby, it's like... Body's going to drop. Body's going <laughs> to fall, nigga. Like, you, you just can't do that. Yeah. So it's like... Suge's uh, Pyru affiliation and Puff's Southside affiliation is what ultimately led to yeah that shit came to a head yeah, yeah and it's just like yeah no you when you get to where you're actively doing too much silly shit yeah you know it things are just gonna fall a certain way you know what I'm saying like Beans Beans got all very lucky like for for them couple years where he was just like completely oh, yeah. out of control bunch of skid bids. Year year in a day, shit like that. He got off extremely. Extreme, like, he could have been doing life Beans right now. Could have dead has been doing an L. <laughs> like real talk, you get to where you wilding like that. This is different than just having a hammer in a club or, you know, getting into a scuffle at the yeah. airport or like, you did what? Like, <laughs> like you shot a nigga in the chest at the ponytail. Like <laughs> like when you get to where you just like even if you I don't know if you ever remember uh MTV Diary. Of course. Jay-Z had an MTV diary and Beans was on that. Jumped over he the He jumped jump. over the wall in the club and like and you could see the look in Jay face. Like, Jay was like scared because it's like, I can't control this. This thing. is too real. Like, 
We in the club, and you know that rappers go through that. You go out, motherfucker might say something, antagonize you, and normally it's just the security step in, handle that. Right. Y'all keep moving y'all on way. He's seen Beans react to where it's like Beans is in front of the security. Jay looking like, hey, what the fuck is you doing? Like, so yeah, like you living like that eventually. You know, it's just it's just gonna happen. Real you know what shit. I mean? And it's sad though, because I, I really did like Six Nine. Like I enjoyed him, his personality, the way he trolled everyone yeah. was genius. And um, it's over. It's over. It's over. Over. Sad reality. I mean, and we're. I mean, in all reality, we're never gonna see him again. Um, you know, rightfully so. You know, what I'm saying like, is you know, in words of Big Meats, his death before dishonor. You told, and you know, the life that he chose. As a gang member and all of the bullshit that came along with it, it was really like is kill or be killed. Like, and you decided that you was going to cooperate with authorities and throw your gang under the bus. And no, rightfully so, because these guys were going to murder you. But in your bylaws of you being a, a, a fucking. A, That's what I was going to ask. Where blood. are you at with the? Because I saw like a lot of motherfuckers giving a little synopsis the other day on because people were. You know, it's funny. Like, I'm not on social media, but every. I, I'm connected. I, I, like I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm connected social media because yeah. people send me so much shit. So I saw a post where, you know, dudes who just like motherfuckers who work at the cable company was like, oh, you don't have a rat with the rat emojis and all this whole extra shit. And it's just like he was boxing to a corner. I, I, me, I'm not a tattletale. I'm not about to say I'm no rat because I've never I, I, right. I've had a situation where I didn't tell. Yeah. But it's like I'm not no fucking gang leader or chief or none of this whole extra shit. So I'm not about to play like I'm this crazy thorough. Like they could throw they could try to hit me with 50 years, nigga. I'm fight. I ain't about to do that shit. Yeah. But it's just what in that situation where it's like they got you covered. Like his, I play poker, dog. Sometimes you just got fold. His, it, it's it hurts. His only uh, his only other choice was to basically like take what the better part of that one point seven million or whatever the fuck he had left and just put money on everybody head. That was his only other choice because they are they were they are an army. Like they and you seen soon as he got locked up, it was like oh shit, like. We got to get this kid to fuck. They going to murder this kid. You know what I'm saying? And that's just in lockup. That's just in processing. You might be stuck in processing in a federal facility for three months, four months. Like, because they waiting on discovery and evidence and this, that, and the third. So it's just like, they're going to murder this kid. We got to get him the fuck out of here. So that's why I said before, like, I was like, even if he's not snitching, they got to move him because it's all of them against one of him. Right. Fucking five foot three, 126 pounds. Like, they're gonna kill this kid, right. like and 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 deal with whatever comes with that. They didn't care. These niggas is psychopaths. So it's like his only other choice, other than trying to like go head up with them by putting money on their head, whatever, whatever. And he didn't have enough money to fund a war against right. a gang by no means. Was basically like he had to fucking tell. Like I don't, I don't support it, but given his circumstances. They trying they they they're robbing you already. They taking your money. That's what started the whole shit. There was a fucking shooting that took place in a restaurant, in a popular restaurant in New York City, where Shadi and them showed up to a, a label dinner that they was not invited to, and and one of six nine security had to clap one of them niggas. Yeah. So that was that. So you already drew blood. So it's like the same thing like how with Puffy and Suge, where Suge's best friend got smoked yeah. in Atlanta. Now it's on. Like yeah. it's it's a it's a fluid situation. It's on and popping. Now we peeing on everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So 
<laughs> so you've already shed blood. On top of them plotting to murder you. It was really peeing on people. It, like, it's just never that funny. <laughs> on top of them plotting to murder you, Shoddy and or somebody else in the crew is fucking your kid's mother. I was going to say, what happens to her now? Oh, she finished. She she's probably part of the genesis that started all yeah. of this shit because she telling them this and telling him that and yeah. you need these niggas ain't for you. Yeah, you know you fucking them. Yeah. You you right. You right. They not for me. You know cuz you fucking these motherfuckers. Right. So it's just it's just a bad situation all the way around, man. He really had like he had no other choice, man. And I don't support his decision to tell, but I understand the why of it all. He he was backed into a like a, a rabbit hole. Like he didn't have nowhere else to go. These are not your friends. These these guys are going to murder you. They're on tape saying we're going to super violate you. We're going to murder you. We need to meet up to discuss murdering you. <laughs> like you like <laughs> there's audio of them saying, yo, we need to stop talking about this shit on the phone. We need to meet up and talk about this shit. Yeah. So we need to meet up and plan his murder out. What the fuck was he supposed to do? Sad situation, man. They're they're more out of pocket for putting him in that position to be a gang member than he is for telling on them. Yeah. Y'all knew what he was and what he wasn't when y'all met this kid. Yeah. Y'all and and niggas are so stupid. They always co-mingle everything and make everything under one umbrella. Keep you supposed to keep him shell if he the cash cow, you supposed to keep him away from the nonsense. Yeah. You supposed to keep him close enough to where he's protected but keep him away from the nonsense. So when y'all going and running down on niggas, y'all shouldn't have Y'all him. shouldn't have him present. Right. Y'all that should pro- y'all should probably tell him you probably should leave Casanova alone because we're we're gonna move out and you're not. Leave him alone. Don't do that. Don't yeah. put us in a position where we gotta go do gangster shit on your non-gangster ass behalf. Yeah. Nobody's not being the big homie in this scenario. They just it's just whatever. It's just like, oh fuck it, whatever. It's consequences to that shit, man. And they all paying the price for it now. So now, Shotty, you got to go to Antarctica. Mel Matrix, you got to go to fucking Alaska. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas, they shipping y'all all all over the place. Like, they're not putting y'all all all in the same jail by no means. We're never going to see y'all again. They're all getting 60 years. Like, we're never going to see these guys again. It's over. That shit seems scary, bro. Like... For them to just rip up your fucking whole little set. Like, you know, like, I'm not about to see none of my folks anymore. In three months, they just cleaned up a whole fucking, a whole gang that was causing hell on the streets of New York. They're all gone. It's over. Yeah. There's like, there's no, there will be no memory of Treyway. It's like GS9. Like, that song. It's worse. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, that <laughs> song where, where uh, Bobby was saying, or like, all of that shit was, like, for real. Yeah. Like. The one kid got 93 years. 93. <laughs> I don't even want to hear that. Just say life. The deal was like, yo, just like, just sign the deal and we'll give you 20. No, fuck all that. I that's that's right, that's like ratting. I ain't cooperating with y'all. All right, cool. 93 years. On a state case. How much havoc did he cause yeah. to get 93 fucking years? 
Crazy part is a lot of it don't even be like the the havoc. It just be the goings, the day to day goings on yeah. of you being a part of this type dumbass shit. Yeah, I'm walking down the street. I was going to, to the poppy store to get a five dollar platter, a fucking chopped cheese, and then I seen the ops, and then they shot at me, <laughs> and then I shot back. It's like it's like regular shit. Yeah. Like they were just doing regular everyday shit, but tagging niggas in the process. Yeah. Regular everyday shit. Now Treyway, on the other hand, they was going out. Looking for, looking for yeah, smoke. Yeah. They was on minutes time. Yeah. Who can we rob today? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rent cut rent due. Never mind the fact <laughs> the six nine getting a hundred and ten a show. Nah, fuck all. Let's that. go rob somebody. We go rob some niggas. You know what I'm saying? Niggas just said some shit on the internet. And it's like and it, it, it's just it's just so it's just so out of this world, man. Like yeah, it's a sad situation. Went to the east side, spanked out Juju. Lucky I ain't having them. I was gonna shoot you. Like this shit was really happening. Yeah. Sad situation, man. R.I.P. Treyway. Yeah. It's uh, over. You know, we'll see what happens. We'll keep y'all updated. <laughs> you know, we talk about six nine. Hey, uh, it's Super Bowl Sunday. It is. Um We're here a little earlier than normal. Respecting the Super Bowl, it is what it is. Who who do you like tonight? I like the Rams. Do you really? Yes. Ross, it's hard to bet against Brady, but I like the Rams. Ross said yesterday he he's going with the Rams, and um, I I want to see the Pats win. I know that might sound bad or whatever, but I just fucks with Thomas, so I respect them immensely. <clears throat> you know, the line is at three. I think the Rams is plus three. I think okay. Um, it's been at two all week. Has it? I yeah. think, but I think it jumped though yesterday. Yeah, it might jump yesterday. Yeah, I yeah, think it's it jumped. But um, I think it's at uh, plus three for the Rams. Um, they're in a dome, so it's like you know both of them are outdoor teams, so it's not really a favorite thing there. I I feel like it's last year. The Rams on paper have a better team. They have a decidedly better team. And the only place that the Patriots are better is quarterback, quarterback. <laughs> and tight end. Yeah. And it's the same shit as last year. Yeah. And somehow the Patriots go into these games where they have a line that's not better, a defensive <laughs> line that's not better, <clears throat> excuse me, a uh, a running back that's not better, yeah. uh, even a, a, a defensive back setting that's not better. And somehow just the quarterback being better on paper. Well, and, you, you know, arguably the greatest head coach of all time helps also. Belichick is yeah. I I don't think he's the greatest. He's one of. He's one of. He's at least at least top four, top five. No, he's definitely up there. Yeah, but it's like you know, and he's probably the best defensive game strategist. Figure Belichick came from the what's it called tree? Uh, Parcells. Parcells. So it's like Parcells, Holmgren, Andy Reid, and all them fall under that. Yeah. So it's like it's it's dudes that's up there. But yeah, Belichick of this era, yeah, he's yeah. easily. But um. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you this. I'm not really hyped for it. I don't particularly care one way or another. You know, I'm not really, like, over the top, like, I got to see the cool. Super Bowl. It would be cool to see the Rams win it in an era where it's like, you know, the Patriots are like a mainstay. They go to the Super Bowl every fucking year. So it was like, it would be cool to see the Rams win it with, like, a paid-for Piece together team that came together and actually got the shit right. It's almost like it, almost like kind of like how NBA teams are put together in the NFL. And to see them go all the way with it would be dope to me. I'm gonna tell you why I want the Patriots to win because they really, really like people threw the Patriots out 
in like week seven of this <laughs> it year, was over. they threw them in the trash can. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, the Tom Tom's about to be done. This is Gronk's last year. They, it was, they, they did that in 2013. But I, this year was was ridiculous. Yeah. It was like they're done. I even said it. I'm like, yeah, the Patriots, they're they're over. Like they can't sustain that that shit anymore. So it's about to be a wrap for them. Yeah. And it just like every week it seemed like just they got better. Like yeah. they just got better every fucking week to the point where the season ended and they had the best record in the AFC. And right. I'm just like, how? <laughs> and then the first round, they played no, they had to buy the first round, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And they played the uh the Chargers. And everybody picked the Chargers. No, no, they didn't play the Chargers first, did they? Yeah, they played the Chargers. Yeah, and Chargers e- and Chiefs. Everybody was like, "Yo, the Chargers, man, it's Philip Rivers' last chance, and this, that, and the third. Brady went out there and got it the fuck done. Smoked. Yep. Then they go to fuck to smoke them. Then they go to Kansas City, and everybody like, man, I, even me, I'm like, yo, this Andy Reid, Tom, Patrick Mahomes coming off the MVP year, and that last couple minutes and that overtime that, that shit was nuts you know they what I'm gotta saying? change the overtime rules especially for playoff football it's no way in hell that a team as talented as kansas city should be subjected to losing a championship game because of a coin flip because once tom brady gets the ball you know it's over me they gotta adjust that rule i mean even if you just shorten it play a 10 minute overtime period whatever and give both teams a possession yeah you gotta do something like but to lose a game like that when you played out of your mind the whole season and then you know, that's I, the I, end I, of your I'll season i'll give you that now cuz it is kind of crazy to think that patrick mahomes and him didn't even get a he didn't shot didn't touch the ball yeah that is kind of wild i'll give you that you've been the best player in the nfl all season and you don't even touch the rock and you lose 50 touchdowns yeah. <laughs> like, and you like, just it is just over. Like it's all right, cool. See you next season. No, but the, the overtime used to be first one to score. Yeah. They changed it. Yeah, not, now now it's the first touchdown. Now it's the first touchdown. Yeah. So like you know you could kick if you kick the field goal years ago. That shit right. is a wrap. Now you kick a field goal, y'all get it back. Y'all yeah. get a shot. So I can understand. I just think they should just play a ten minute overtime period and just play the timeout. Like just. Just play the, play another period. Fuck it. Instead of sudden death, do it like play. soccer. You don't know how many minutes coming on the joint yeah. until you look at it. <laughs> that should be at ninety. Time. They be looking like plus four. All right, fuck it. We got four four minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I give you that. I, I definitely yeah. I, I I can understand that one. I just think I, don't, I, think I mean I'm cool. Whoever wins today, I'm cool with it either way. Tom Brady is the fucking greatest. I have a crazy amount of respect for that man. Um, he works harder than fucking anybody and everybody. We've never seen a quarterback play this elite into his forties. Dog, you seen the other day when they asked him, uh, "Would would would this be his last uh, no, game?" They 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 you know they did the media week or whatever, and the the guy was like, "Tom, everybody's thinking about it. Like, win or lose, is this your last game?" He's like, "Fuck no." <laughs> What's the next question? I'm the like, fucking man. Hell like, no. Fuck no, I ain't leaving. You crazy? Like, yeah, it's like, why Why would you? Like, he's – it don't matter who you put out he's there. He's still one of the four or five best quarterbacks in the league. And if he not getting hit, I'm taking Tom's own arm over a lot of these other fucking yeah. dudes that's going on out here. Like, I take Tom over Carson Wentz in a fucking heartbeat. And that's not even hating. It just is what it is. And I love Carson Wentz. I take him over Dak. I take him over my fucking – it's like – Two quarterbacks who I'd rather have over time. Mahomes and Brady. I I was Mahomes going, and Rodgers. I was even going to say Mahomes. I was going to say Aaron Rodgers and Breeze. I, I was going to say maybe Drew. Like maybe Drew. Because Drew, Drew at the end of the day. I would only say Mahomes because he's so young. Yeah, but you don't know. 
sus- the thing with like greatness, it's hard to sustain that shit. Absolutely. So Drew Brees is sustained greatness. Peyton Manning sustained greatness. But even like Eli. Eli never really was like sustained greatness. No, it was, it was like, greatness in a vacuum. It, it's like moments where, yeah. if if you want to be all the way honest, it wasn't even Eli who who did it for them. Yeah, it was the fucking team. It was the defense. So it's like it's hard to just be the man for that long. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, LeBron to the NBA. Like you like think about it. When LeBron became the man, a lot of dudes who was the man aren't even playing anymore. Yeah. Like LeBron, let's keep it real. LeBron, LeBron came became the man in like oh seven. Yeah, that was when he took the Cavs to the chip against the Spurs. What was the year that he had the forty two, uh, the twenty eight points in the fourth quarter against Detroit? That was oh six. Yeah, so that's like that's to me that's when it like started to turn. All right, so you look at like I was looking at the oh seven All Star roster the other day. Mehmet Okor was on that jump. Like <laughs> it's, it's motherfuckers that's hurting sheep out here now. You know what I mean? Like you don't even know where these. This is the truth. He was on the All Star team. Now you don't even know where these people are at. And it's like LeBron is still the best player yeah. in basketball. Like you know, it's just crazy. So it's like being able to sustain that, like Tom Brady has done, like Drew Brees has done. It's just like. Even Aaron Rodgers at times, it's like, I'd rather have Tom Brady. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, because you know Tom got us. We know that. Yeah, we know and Tom it don't ain't ma- fucking his shit It up. don't matter if he got Corey Dillon, Deion Branch, and fucking, you know, that Patriots team. It don't matter if he got fucking Wes Welker, Gronk, and Randy Moss. It don't matter if he got Armandola, Edelman. It it just don't matter who he's got. Fucking Hogan. As weapons, it really... He did that shit with three different eras of receipt. He had Corey Dillon. Like, and Deion... Deion Branch got a Super Bowl MVP fucking yeah. with Tom. He had Randy Moss, Wes Welker, and Young Gronk. Now he got old Gronk, Chris Hogan, Edelman, and Armandola. It don't matter who out there. We good. We find a way. We going to figure this shit out. So, uh, one last thing I wanted to tackle, man. The, the AD trade to the Lakers is starting to become absolutely ridiculous. Yo, man. It's like, like my, my thing is this, right? You look at Kawhi Leonard and all the success that he's having with the Raptors. I'm even willing to throw that out because Greg Popovich wasn't really dealing with the Lakers. So, let's throw him out. Right. Paul George looks like the third or fourth best player in the NBA. Paul George right now, like low-key, Paul George MVP is like MVP. Candidate. Yeah, right he's now. an MVP candidate, like a, lead, like a leader in the MVP, like top three. He looks like a world beater. And he, I give it to him just because he has to deal with Westbrook's goofy shit. Every night. Like, could you imagine if Westbrook <laughs> actually played well yeah. and did the things he was supposed to do? Yeah. Thunder would be the best team in basketball right so now. So it's like he looks like the best two-way player in the league right now mm-hmm. and an MVP candidate. And y'all could have had him for not much more than what you offered. But you just all, your offer was so ridiculously stupid that they was like, I'm sending this nigga to OKC. You know what I'm saying? Like, you opened the door for a game-changing player to go to a conference rival mm-hmm. because you just offer foolishness and silliness and you are overvaluing your young players right. and their ceiling compared to what somebody is right now. Right. I don't think when they looked at Paul George, they didn't say he's going to get better next season and he's three times better than he was last year. Right. 
So it's what type of evaluation are the Lakers doing when they're offering these trade packages for all-star caliber players? It's like confusing me. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a getting La- frustrated. I'm a Lakers fan. You're a Lakers fan. Mm-hmm. We we know a lot of Lakers. Are you a Lakers fan at all, T? No. Okay, cool. Oh. You're regular. <laughs> but I don't want to sound bad, but what I think it is is I don't want to diss Magic Johnson because I like Magic. But I think Magic Johnson has like a level of arrogance that he hits a lot of these things. Like he hits the ground running with before all of this shit. I'm Magic Magic. Johnson. He's treated like a god wherever he goes. Yeah, so it's like he hits these Jones like... Yeah, come on, man. You know, it's I, magic, baby. Come on, come baby. On. I give you, I give you Lonzo. I give you, I give you Kuz. You know what I'm saying? I give you draft pick. Y'all give us the the sixth best player in basketball. <laughs> like nah, and it's like nah, Chief. It don't work like that. And that it's like those names who run these organizations. I, I I didn't really like George Steinbrenner after a while. I don't really like Mark Cuban. I don't these people who want to be like entities outside of their job and what it is. Yeah. Like your job is to build a winning franchise. Absolutely. Period. At all costs. Period. It's not for you to be a superstar. It's not for you to be a name. It's not for you to be, you know, Pat Croce standing up fucking fist pumping <laughs> when AI score. Like no. Your shit is to build a winning fucking franchise. So You've acquired LeBron James. You and and let's keep it being the Lakers got LeBron because it's Los Angeles and it's the Lakers. Yes. Nothing more, nothing less. LeBron wants to be in LA. He wants his kids to be in LA. That's where he said he wanted to be. So Ooh. he wanted to be on a legacy franchise because if the Clippers wasn't such a sordid, shitty franchise, he might have been a Clipper. Real talk. Right. Just calling it like I see it. Just is what it is. LeBron fuck around could have ended up in Boston if the weather was better. Like real shit. So Boom, LeBron's there. Okay, you're Magic Johnson. You got LeBron. Your goal now is to say, okay, I got to bring in the second piece, whether it be Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, KD, AD, whoever the fuck it be. Clay, me personally, I think Clay is probably the third piece. But you have a chance right now. The trade deadline is Thursday. Yes. Anthony Davis has gone to the fucking Pelicans and said, yo, I want to trade. They took him out the fucking video at the fucking beginning of the fucking game. It's over. The Celtics can't make a move with Kyrie until the end of the season. The trade deadline is Thursday. It's a layup for you. It's here for you. You have to walk in that room (laughs) hat in hand. Yeah. Offer the right shit. And say... Tell us who you want and you can have them. Yeah. The only person you can have is wears LeBron. number 23. Yeah. Everybody else is up for grabs. Whoever else you want. Because it ain't even about this season. It's about next season and the season after that and the season yeah. after that. So we can literally give you Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, and three first-round picks. And Zubach. What's up? <laughs> we can give you KCP expiring deal. We'll get, we'll bring <laughs> we'll bring KCP shit. With, we'll bring his shit to the meeting. <laughs> Y'all can have these motherfuckers. What's up? And they say, all right, you know what? Cool. We're going to take both boom, 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 and we want three first-round picks, and we want, you know, four pounds of fucking drugs, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> we want four pounds of that Louis XIII yeah, OG we've bring, been hearing bring about. Bring all that shit the fuck <laughs> with you and get him. Because once you got LeBron and Anthony Davis on a staff, next year, Clay deal is up. Yeah. Yo, Clay, what's up? We got AD down low, Bron pushing the rock, and all the space you're going to want to fucking they shoot. They talking about Kyrie might want to come fucking play in LA. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you have to lock down the second You piece. have to. 
You have. It's like goes back to what you were saying earlier. Meal prepping. You have to do this shit. Yeah. You have to line it up. You so, have the ingredients to cook the meal that you want. Right. You just have to like get in there and like chef the shit up. Real talk. Please. Yeah. Don't do this to us. But it's like y'all throwing out Lonzo and Kuzma and a first round pick is like, nigga, I wouldn't trade y'all. And Lance. <laughs> I wouldn't trade y'all Stacey Augman for this. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is arguably the best big man in basketball. And has been for some time now. He's there for the taking. He he wants to come I didn't there. mean to say that. I didn't mean to say arguably the best big man. I meant to say arguably one of the best players in basketball. Yeah. Like, Anthony Davis is low-key, like, if he not five, he number six. Correct. So and he ain't no lower than six. No. So it's like y'all literally talking about putting one and like how to how to the Warriors have number two and number yeah. three or number three and number or number two and number four. Yeah. Y'all can go. Y'all can literally go from LeBron and we don't know to having one and six, like having the best player alive and the best big man alive yeah. on the same fucking team. And still keep McGee, and still keep Lance, and still keep Rondo, and still have a playoff Western Conference Finals level team. Right. And then next year, that's when you go after Clay or Kyrie. It's a, it's a lot of motherfuckers you can go yeah. after. You know, it. I just don't understand the hesitance to like just put your best foot forward. I want to show you a picture, yo, to just like show you just how big LeBron is. Like in every. In every walk of life, we're told, like, put your best foot forward. Holy shit. That's how big LeBron is, yo. He make Jules look like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and Jules is a big motherfucker. <laughs> and I, I was saying that, I was like, could you imagine him rumbling? He'll mop the floor with motherfucker. World-class athlete, yeah, Andy I mean, towering over you. Shout out Jules. Well, we was looking at that picture the other day when he was standing next to him on a baseline, and I'm like, yo, Jules 6'6", 300. Bron bigger than the nigga. Then yeah. <laughs> they're like a foot taller. That's a big ass He's dude. He's an alien. Pushing point. Like y'all tripping. Yeah. I was watching the Believeland 30 for 30 today before I left out the crib. And I'm just like, like he he really is like a phenom. Like some shit you just never, never seen. seen before. Absolutely. And the, the boy in there was saying it like. I'm he's a football fan. He's like, I, that's his thing. He's like a football historian. Yeah. And he was like, I remember being at a banquet. And there were NFL players and NBA players, whatever, whatever. And he's like, I was saying to myself, because everybody was like taking pictures and doing. And he was like, why is everybody standing around Shannon Sharp? And he's like, as I got closer to him, was like, holy shit, that's LeBron. <laughs> he's like, I thought that was a Hall of Fame tight end, <laughs> but it was LeBron. Right, right. And he was like, that's how fucking big LeBron looks, yeah. like just out in the world. It's like you would think it was like Javon Curse or yeah. some shit Two, like that. 2005 Cancun, I played fucking uh, beach volleyball with LeBron. Yes, LeBron comes strolling out of the fucking hotel. We had the JW Marriott. LeBron comes strolling out the hotel <laughs> and hop in the pool like, all right, we playing. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, what are you talking I guess over. Like LeBron show up for the volleyball game at the pool at the JW is over. Y'all yeah. won. You either gonna get embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, that's just y'all won, bro. Yeah. Have a nice day. You know what I'm saying? I've had like two LeBron encounters in my life. I met him when he was 16. Also, when I was working at Total Sport in the Gallery, 2001 All Star <laughs> Weekend. 
he walk up. He like with a group of people. They had the gate locked. They didn't want to let him in. He like, you don't know who the fuck I am. I'm about to be the number one pick in the draft in two years. Blah blah. blah. So they ended up. He ended up calling somebody. He got somebody on the phone. They was like, no, let him in. And it was fucking LeBron. That's crazy. That's when he was like still skinny, like young yeah. LeBron. Still huge. Huge. Like he was like six eight then. Dog, there's no way he's six eight. Nah, like he's six ten. Dog, they, they, he did, the Nike joint when he was standing next to Dirk. He just like they the same height. Like the fuck. But it's like yeah, you you talking about that guy with Anthony Davis, with Clay Thompson. You y'all y'all could really run it up. Like run it. You talk about people hating this era because the same team keep winning. Y'all could run it the fuck yeah, up. Straight up. But you gotta get there. Like you and I. Like Magic. It's like I, like I said. I don't want diss Magic because I love Magic. But Magic gotta cut the shit. You gotta stop the the bullshit, dog. Like you playing Magic and uh and and Rob are like they're they're irking me. <laughs> like they're like they they are annoying for me every time. Rob, I, I think Rob know it's about to be dark for him, and you know Luke's about to be out of there too. He's about to be. You finished. saw the shit that happened last night. He said Be's yeah. had to be restrained. Yeah. <laughs> Beasley probably couldn't find his ounce <laughs> and probably went to fuck. But see, I had a fucking ounce of gelato. <laughs> it was in my locker. You the only one been back here. Yeah, Give me my fucking I, smoke. I, I was texting y'all yesterday during the game. I'm like, yo, Luke's, uh, like his changes sometimes, it just be like, what are you doing? He's not a head coach. Nah. He's an assistant. Nah, he's definitely, and, and, and it's going on, I think, for as long as it should have gone on. So who do you think should be their coach? Honestly, yo, honestly. I know, I I know he won't do it because he's given up already. If they got AD and were able to somehow get Kyrie or Clay, I would love to see Mark Jackson coaching them. But I know Mark is literally like he said already, like that warrior shit hurting too much. Yeah, like you could tell. Like he he's he's a grown man about his, and I respect Mark Jackson more than I do like any of these other motherfuckers. But he built that Warriors team. Yeah. Like he he found Harrison Barnes, Curry, Draymond. He he found all of them, and they got him the fuck out of there and gave Kerr three, four championships. You know what I'm saying? Also, and, he was the commentator for every single. Yeah, finals. and I I just oh I don't God. think Mark Jackson would come back. Come back, but I think what the Lakers need is not a Brian Shaw, not a Luke Walton, not a fucking. They need a. a what you a, think about uh, Jeff Van Gundy? That's what I was about to say. They need a Jeff Van Gundy or a Avery Johnson. They need somebody who— I would fuck with Avery Johnson. They need somebody who you know just ain't for the shit. Like, because I could see Beasley going the fuck off and Luke Walton like, yo, what's wrong? Like, what, you know, right. like whereas I know Avery's t- Avery coming out the top. Like, Avery will rumble you. You know what I'm saying? Jeff Van Gundy straight tried to rumble Zoe. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, like, you need one of them type head coaches. Like, you need a fucking, uh, what's the one that threw the chair on the, the joint in college? A Bobby Knight. Like, you need one of them type. <laughs> of, you need real shit. <laughs> Like it's the only way that shit's going to work and that's that's the thing with like LeBron historically he was the coach because the coach the GM he had Mike Brown, Spolstra, you know shit like that. But LeBron not going to be there forever. Yeah. So y'all need somebody like the thing that Rye used to always talk about with LeBron teams was the fact that they LeBron doesn't really like having a like a setup. 
because LeBron's a creator. So right. he wants to hit the floor and like be able to create. Freestyle, right. Right. Whereas if you're running like a triangle offense or a pick and roll too much offense, structure. it's too much structure for LeBron, which I can completely understand. But you kind of got to give him some leeway because it's LeBron. And Rob would always be in the tip like, yeah, but Mike fell into the triangle. Yeah, but Mike got the sock niggas when they fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, we've run the triangle, but I'll beat one of y'all the, the triangle. fuck up. Like, you know what I mean? So with LeBron going into his later years, what they need is someone who can structure, figure it the fuck out. Yo, we're going to take the ball out of your hands or we're going to have you controlling it, but we're going to run this, this, right. that, and the third. And somebody who just not going to back down. Yeah. Like, even Ty Lue, it's like, Ty Lue wasn't, like, telling LeBron what the fuck it was about to be. And a lot of them plays— like, hey, uh, Bron, you think uh, possibly you maybe could get JR a little more involved? And a lot of them plays, if you look at a lot of them shits, it was literally LeBron getting the rock and, like, yo, watch out. But LeBron, at this at this stage, he can't do give me the ball and look out right. type stuff. He yeah. He's not that anymore. So— I told you, I watched the joint earlier this year where the nigga went past him. LeBron put his foot out. <laughs> like, straight old man joint. Tried to trip him. You know what I mean? Like, so he not as fast to it as he used to be. Yeah. But if you talking about bringing in Anthony Davis, who's, what, 26? 25. 20-something. 20, 20 yeah, kid. Yeah. Like, you talking about bringing in one of the best players in the world who is going to play for another 10-plus years and then putting a solid team around him for the next four or five years when LeBron gone, you need to have a coach that's really, really on it. He's 25. 25, yeah. So you can't bring in like a fucking Kurt Rambis. You know, like that. (laughs) The Lakers, they irritate me with that. Like, I get it where the Lakers, where the historic franchise and all that shit. Byron Scott. But the Lakers Lakers love bringing in old-ass Lakers to just – you know, remember when they brought in Rudy Tomjanovich and Kobe almost murdered him? Dog, like <laughs> Kobe gave him a heart attack like the first two months. Like you'll look up, like they'll fire Luke Walton in three weeks, and they'll be like, "Yeah, he's being replaced by, you know, uh, Michael Cooper." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> like it just that's how the Lakers play. They'll go get an old ass Laker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Vladdy Divac or some fucking body to come coach, and they'd be like. Yeah, this ain't it, dog. Like, so if they could get like a Mark Jackson, Avery Johnson, Jeff Van Gundy, I wouldn't be mad at. Um, I'm fucking with Jeff Van Gundy for Lakers coach for some reason. I wouldn't mind. I that. just got him in my head as like a good fit. I wouldn't mind that at ain't all. Gonna take no shit. But it's just you can't have somebody that's just like. Somebody the other day was like, do you think Kobe could do it? And I'm like, Kobe wouldn't do it. Kobe wouldn't do it. And he was like, you don't think so? I'm like, Kobe He'd is. He'd be so mad. <laughs> what? I said he would be so mad. Dog, could you imagine him like being down Kobe 11? Be, he'd be dead by 50. <laughs> He'd give himself a fucking heart attack. They'd be like, Brian just went to the locker room, taking off his blazer. <laughs> but fucking come back out there. Show y'all here. pussies how to do this shit. <laughs> y'all on nut shit. Watch out. So, but, um. Yeah, I don't really got nothing else. I, I saw something discuss. really interesting. Speaking of Kobe, something really interesting on him the other day. They have this, uh, him and his thing, his partner's name is Chad something. Mm-hmm. They got this Mamba Sports Academy in I did L.A. That. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, sponsored by Nike, obviously, and all of this shit. And they're literally taking athletes from, like, elementary uh-huh. through professional and, like, training them on different shit. And, like, they got, uh, they got 
I think they said like 42 NFL draft prospects working out of their facility yeah. and all of this shit. Like, it's serious. I, I, I know Kobe, I saw the interview when he was basically like denouncing AAU basketball. And ever since he said it, I've like everybody I know who has anything to do with AAU, everybody I know who has kids in it, yeah. they all are like, yo, it's it's awful. Like, my homie, his son played AAU. And he was like, last summer they played a team, he was like, the score was like 109 to like 45. And he was like, yo, this this shit not even It's all crooked. He's like, this shit not even competitive. And he was like, it's literally like, they out there throwing lobs to each other off the backboard <laughs> and shit. And it's like, yo, this shit ain't like fundamentally teaching them shit. And that's what Kobe was on. Like, yeah. you give me five 16-year-olds who've played in France and five 16-year-olds that play over here, they'll smoke them. Like, it wouldn't even be close. Yeah. And it's the truth. When you look at the game now, like you look at the K, like KP is about to be with Luca. That's gonna be nuts. Yeah. You look at the Dirk Nowitzkis, the Tony Parkers, all of these dudes, the Manu Ginobili's, all of these guys. They're so much more they're advanced. Fundamentally, yeah. so far ahead. Yeah. It's like they don't they don't have that out that over the top athleticism yeah. that the young niggas got. But, but they're skilled and they know how to get in the spots and they know how to maximize what they're good at. Look at Zubac. He be fucking tearing it up. He can't jump like JaVel McGee, right. but he not as dumb as JaVel <laughs> McGee. So it's like... It's that, a trade-off. Yeah, that's where it's at. But it's like, that's where you get Kobe Bryant, who grew up over there playing that, yeah. and he has the athleticism. Holy shit, you're one of the best players ever. Absolutely. So, but uh, what were you about to say, T? That's been this oh. week's episode. Um, I think we... A little overtime, yeah, whatever. probably. It is what it is. Uh, it. We will be back again next Sunday. Uh, we'll have a Super Bowl recap, then whatever else foolishness is going on, I guess. Um, we got a couple people that want to come up to the show. We'll talk to them during the week and see yeah. if they want to come up. If We got some out. interesting topics or whatever they want to talk about. Um, this coming week, I got uh, Flip the Narrow, DJ Khaled's artist uh, at Vanity Grand's official platinum party for Leave Me Alone. That's going to be Saturday, February 9th. Tickets available at VanityGrandPhilly.com. Uh, we still have, uh, make sure y'all go check out our sponsor, Beachbody On Demand. Text TRPE to 303030 to get your uh, free 14-day trial. A couple people hit me up that they were signing up. And we got another sponsor uh, starting real soon. And a couple other things in the works that Marcus was telling me about. Shout out to Marcus. He's been working hard for our show. I haven't even met Marcus. That's a crazy part. I haven't met him either. I talked to him a bunch of times. Yeah, ago. he's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's Is working he real hard. No. White Mark Marcus Darpino. Oh, okay. Quick side story. He actually uh, did, did stand-up before, and he did it at a black cl- club. And when he got introduced as Marcus, everybody was like, that's not Marcus. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Marcus. I don't think I've ever met a white Marcus. That's funny as shit. I first, meet, first time of everything. Yeah, I got to meet this guy. All, All right. right. Oh, yeah. We out. We out of here. Peace. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba da ba ba ba.